0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing. Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now,
1: ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And um, Cam Stewart, day three of the Cam Stewart era. Error. (laughs) He's really um, off to a strong start. He's had two mishaps, but uh, both... uh, just one a show and I think we can take that we'll just we, I think I'm going to double we, that soon what we need to do we go to the film each day we listen to the recording and then I give him notes and just he go we go over the notes but uh everything's good I got family members who have enjoyed Cam's work and so that's always a that is always a plus and uh so that's uh, we're off to a good start now last night and Aaron could have been in the building. Cam had primo tickets and wanted to get Aaron involved, but Aaron had to produce and do all the things he does and uh, direct. And, uh, and so he, he was not able to make his debut over at the Foster Pavilion. And I believe Aaron made it clear to you, Cam, that perhaps a little more lead time than maybe like an hour before tip-off <laughs> Would have been
2: helpful. Hey, this was an 8 p.m. game. This would have been like four hours before Mm -hmm, mm tip-off. But yes, if I had that luxury, I would have asked Aaron beforehand. I came in here in the morning to see if he was doing the board because I was like the person who was going to go with me was like 50-50 at this point. I knew it was kind of teetering on that edge, and then I didn't get the the confirmation that they would who will remain nameless would, would not be going. So I actually went stag, Matt. I went alone to the basketball game, Yeah, which tough. I used to do. I used to do that in the Feral days sometimes because you know me, yeah. I don't really like people. And so I would just kind of get a GA ticket on a night where it's not that crowded, go up to the top, listen to my podcast while also taking in a Baylor basketball game. It's not as easy to do in the foster. You're not hidden. I was next to a couple of people, including some tech fans. And I, I was in a gold section. What was the media section, Matt? Was it green or gold? Uh,
1: <laughs> the media does not participate in that kind of thing. Oh, Neither I did I most even, of the fans. I didn't even think about that. Did the stripe? Did the striping look okay? It
2: looked all right. It looked all right.
1: Okay, but you're saying it may be the messaging. It just didn't, or people just didn't participate. Maybe yeah, I'm blaming much. this
2: one on the fans. I, I, as I blame some things on Baylor, I'm not blaming this one on Baylor. They had that out mm. for weeks. Um, they had it. I don't know if this was everybody, but the tickets that got transferred to me had a message on the tickets, like had a link to it to see yeah. what section your or what color your section was, and it just it was just like a healthy sixty seventy percent participation, which as you know. Yeah. for something like this or a whiteout or whatever the 30 percent is noticeable that don't do it yeah but Bay- baylor did well, it well they had the they had I, the pom-poms on all the seats i don't know if you saw that i ca- yeah. caught a couple oh, kept man. them
1: nothing excites me like that <laughs> now i um i did i started my evening i mean it, what, what a great day i hit like all the local haunts. i got a bison burger to start over over at twisted root and i like that guy over there that uh coleman i think is his name the manager good dude and i know y'all got to meet him oh, yeah i guy. Guy like coleman and then of course one of our great uh sponsors is the brazos landing and that was kind of a cool scene because i end up parking over there had some chicken fr- fried steak sliders and then mm. i i was the guy i was like loving the view of the river and then I, you could see the pavilion across the river. This was like two hours before the game. And I just thought it looked great. And because it got a little chilly, they lowered the garage doors. And then I asked the guy <laughs> if he would pull it back up. And he was very friendly. He's like, yeah,
2: sure. Did you do I the walk? Liked. Did you make the walk, too?
1: Yes, yes. And oh and it worked out fine. I, I walked over there, and I walked back. Now but I'm thinking I like 11
2: p.m. after the presser. So, or-
1: I I know and and it was maybe God. even later than that <laughs> and and so I'm walking there in the dark and apparently the city of Waco needs to kind of work on the for a while Texdot was in charge of keeping those bridges lit and they look beautiful and then after a two year contract they left it up to the city of Waco we just had the mayor on recently and the city of Waco does not exactly always keep those Lights on, no. so my walk walk is a, it was a little dark that late, and I get over there and I have this sinking feeling the gate had closed because it was so late. I didn't even know they had a gate. Oh no! But they have a gate to the Brazos Landing, and sure enough, our favorite server and and a longtime Waco bartender, um, uh, a good buddy of ours, was like. Just had for whatever reason decided to hang out there, and was closing down, and was the last one remaining, and he had a key, and he and he got the biggest kick out of it. Like he just thought, and I thought, I I mean, I was just so thankful. But for him, he just thought it was very funny that Mosley almost got left in that parking lot. Oh,
2: those he let me out.
1: Yeah, and and he's like, yeah, I just got my car back. From the shop, I hadn't really paid any attention. I look over at his car as I'm hustling out, and it, I think they must—I think—I don't know, Cam. Maybe we need to look into bartending. Yeah. He he. It was
2: a Maserati.
1: Ooh. It was, like, awesome. It was incredible. I'm like, geez. He was okay. just hanging
2: around for someone to come by so he could brag about his car. I, I think that's guess.
1: what it was. <laughs> He's, now, he doesn't strike me as being a guy like that, but, man, we— But uh, Claude and Rebecca Lindsay and the whole gang over there at uh, the Brazos Landing, our new partnership with them is off to a great start. And then, Cam, next Tuesday, or this coming Tuesday, I think today's Wednesday, is Fat Tuesday. And so we're going to do our show from the Brazos Landing right out there on the, you know, there's some beautiful views of the Brazos. And then they even have a bottom area underneath, like the dock, where you can pull boats up to. They have room for 8 boats down there. And you can pull up and so honestly you could come pull your boat up below the Brazos landing and then walk up the stairs and hang out with our show. I don't even know what which if I'm y- which to be you will be doing that. Yeah. You, you will and be taking We should arrive for our show. Doesn't that sound like something kind of a cool thing? We I would think so. should arrive
2: to our show by boat. And we have our pal Terry just recording it on his phone. Aaron sets it to music, like the NBA countdown music. And it's a Twitter hit right there, Matt. This is what I'm here for. Do y'all want to
1: hear just a quick, funny Terry story from last night? Uh, Are you, sure. Um, for all
2: those who know Terry.
1: I Well, he's a great friend, and he's a big-time sales guy. And, I, and he does love being talked about on the air, so I'll just keep this quick. Um, he... I found out last night that he is not real appreciative of the, and I kind of get this. I kind of get the, I think it's a little presumptuous to bring the dog into kind of an indoor bar like that. That's a, I'm sure you're a huge dog guy and all that. And I get it, especially your age range. Everybody wants to bring their dog out and all that stuff. Anyway, it, and so I, I could just saw him bristle. I'm like, oh man, this is not going to go well. <laughs> and so at some point, the little pooch gets a little loose and gets up under Terry's feet. And Terry, now he didn't do anything, you know, he didn't kick the dog or anything like that. But he made it extremely clear to to that group of of, of youngsters, kind of look like Baylor people to keep their dog away from him. <laughs> and it was like a – but I kind of – you know what? I While I was j- laughing, you know, kind of about the situation, and I almost went to talk to them afterwards and just wanted to say, hey, you know, sorry, my buddy obviously didn't love the dog being around him. But I kind of get – I kind of can, uh, can side with him on this. Absolutely. Like, people can bring their dogs. But you shouldn't assume that everybody close to you wants to have the dog up on them. That, like, y- yeah, like, you have to I go. Th- with I that think mind. you can't assume that everybody's dog lovers. I am. I'm a dog lover, and I would have had you know no real issue with the dog if it, as long as it's not aggressive getting over near me. But I, I don't. I don't think that's very. Uh, I think people that let their dog kind of. It's kind of like the people that let their
2: kids just race around, <laughs> just run around. Hey, we're at a restaurant. That means daycare. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and especially that cool. too. Like when you're trying to eat, like I'm a dog lover too, but if I'm sitting down trying to eat, I, I don't really want another person's dog up in my lap, you know, there you go. There and like go. we, we have a dog, my girlfriend and I have a dog. It was her dog first. And there are, there are a lot of times where I don't really push back necessarily, but she wants to take the dog into public places. And I'm like, you know, it's, I don't really want to deal with it, and it's crowded. But we do yeah. we do take her to trivia. It's a brewery. There's a big yeah. outdoor area. A lot of other people bring dogs, so we take her there every week.
3: But I, again, I, I, that but same I, thing. I like if someone doesn't like want the, her near,
2: we
1: that's fine. The, the if 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 you have a somewhat aggressive dog or a dog that does not get along with other dogs, right? Like that's a time you should not bring the dog. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like why do you want to be the person that? that is causing, you know, some dog issues. Okay, I think this is very important. Aaron, where are you on the dog The dog at the restaurant? Are you, are you totally cool with it, or does it bug you, or where, where, where do you stand on that? I would
4: say I'm used to it now. Okay. We had it a lot back when I was still bartending.
1: Okay. Would they bring it into an indoor bar? Did you all allow that?
4: You have to, by law, if it's a service dog.
1: You well, yeah. It's a mean, service right. dog. But you can't, it has to be the service dog, I got right, you, right. but but you can't just have the random
2: dog. And right, I, right. I want to be sympathetic to service dogs and things, And but could you oh, imagine, yeah, that, could you imagine like the Baylor Club, where we go all the time, kind of a nice yeah. place, I wouldn't say it's like black tie or anything, but kind of a nice place, upstairs, yeah. and you're bringing a dog in there, it just feels out yeah. of place, feels weird. But, it's like when Tony but, Soprano yelled at that guy for wearing his hat inside,
1: <laughs> <laughs> classic, <laughs> greatest show oh, yeah. ever. I'm gonna do that to you at some point yeah uh, I do I do
2: wear that. hats inside a lot but yeah. if if my grandfather saw I, me he just slapped it right off my uh, head
1: I would say that as a young man that's a little bit concerned about a receding hairline um
2: the cap is not helping that cam well you kn- like, you know what you got to do what you got to do to survive man. okay okay even okay. when I had great hair I was yeah. which I did have at one point. <laughs> I really did. Um, I've, I've always been a hat guy. I was a hat guy very early on. I think in fifth okay. grade, I challenged myself to wear a baseball cap every day to yeah. school. How, I did. How far removed are you from having great hair? Like oh, three not, years? It feels like not that long. Yeah, that's that's probably it. Maybe even four. Yeah, I mean, like towards the end 22. of college, it was, it was great, but it didn't really start to, and then it was, you know, okay, and then it didn't start to bug me until probably like two, two and a half years ago. Was when it like did, became did, tangible.
1: Did, I was thinking of like some of your college buddies. Did like did Max Calderon ever let his hair? I mean, he just seems like a, always a guy that keeps it very closely cropped. The Baylor baseball
2: SID. Yes, yeah. Did he ever let his hair go a little bit? Well, not really. I'll let you in on this though. He he did have a lot. It he it wasn't long, but he always took care of it. Max, wh- whose house I've stayed at a, a few times back in my college days. He had a lot of products going into that. He, he cared about that. Mm-hmm. And here's a funny story for you, Matt. So my, our senior year, Max and I both, um, on a whim in March, I just said, you know what? I thought I, I think I'd look good blonde. Let's try it. Okay, all great plans start like this, and going to, going to Walmart or Target or whatever it was to get hair dyed about twelve thirty on a Saturday, and had some girls downstairs who would who would do it for me. And they, they knew their stuff, Matt, this is important. They knew their stuff. Okay. So they bleached my hair first and then put like a hair dye in it. So it looked almost dirty blonde. It looked fantastic, man. Slim Shady had nothing on me. It looked great. I would love to do it again. And, and then Max wanted to do something similar like a month later and did not get the secondary dye. So it was bleached. And so, you know, for a week or whatever, it looks fine. And then a few weeks after that, it starts to look like he's at like Cheetos frosted tips at the top. It starts to turn orange <laughs> a little bit. So uh, Max can, he can, he won't let the hair down in a literal sense, mm-hmm. but in a figurative sense, he'll he'll play around with it. And he's, uh, he's serious about how that hair looks. I'll, g- like I'll give him that. I don't want to oh, get man, we far gotta, into this. We got to get a, got to get a picture of me with the blonde hair. Put that up. On the Twitter, maybe that should be the graphic. You know, picture of you, your picture from 15 years ago, and me with blonde hair, and people will love I am,
1: it. Yeah, this is a new thing. I used to be very short hair, short hair Mosley. Um,
2: by the way, yesterday. Which, by I, the I way, was, just I, before we close the book on that, makes me yeah. really jealous, Matt, because you have great a great head of lettuce. <laughs> Thank you. Really Thank you. do the. the uh, yesterday.
1: Um, I thought that was so cool. Like, people would come by, a couple of uh ladies that uh, are young women that worked over at Clifton-Robinson. We were in the plaza area of Foster Pavilion, wanted to take our picture. Um, I, everybody that came by seemed to be kind of into the show. I thought yeah. that was kind of neat. And then uh, yesterday, the Wilson family, the, the husband, Billy Wilson, I think his wife embarrassed him a little bit. She started saying, I was over at uh, – the land, Landing. She said, "When he's in the shower, when he's mowing, every he's <laughs> listening to the Matt Mosley show constantly." And Cam, I'm not making this up. They said at some point he's like, "I, I like this new kid." So he did Billy Wilson, uh, a, a big time listener wow. of the show. Uh, so anyway, always fun to see our listeners and find out kind of who they are across the board. Uh, okay, Aaron. Give us real quick. I'm kind of excited about this. The Baylor had some big news today. Baylor and uh, you or um, Cam, whichever one of y'all want to announce this, but I was kind of excited to see this. Baylor adds, well, they they keep one guy that had been committed, but they had to kind of get him finally across the finish line. Today was National Signing Day. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean what it used to mean. Because there's early signing period, so it's it's not as consequential. But it ended up being a pretty good day for the Bears. So, um, guys, tell us what we've won with this <laughs> new uh,
2: with this new class. All right, so you, two signees. Yeah, so you mentioned keeping that guy around. That's Alex Foster, the defensive end from Greenville, Mississippi. And was putting he's up big. monster numbers. Yeah, 6'5, yeah. 250 and playing on the edge, Matt. It's kind of funny. You look at his highlights and he, he plays private school ball and he's the biggest kid on the field at 6'5-250. And he's lining up in, in the in the five technique. You know, he's not plugging up the middle. He's getting after the passer. He's chasing down running backs. Uh, by all means, a a, a real good prospect, four stars by 24-7. And the reason why he didn't Commit in that or sign in that early signing period in December was because there were some big programs hot on his trail. Okay, so he committed to Baylor last summer, but the likes of Texas and Arkansas were hot on his tail. And look, we can't blame the kid for that for waiting on it a little bit. And so that's Alex Foster. And I know we'll talk more with Will Turboff later from 24 7 about these guys in depth. The other one, Matt, that was kind of surprising. Uh, As of the last couple of days, this development came up is Joshua Lair. He's a safety from Fort Bend Marshall and was a big, big prospect here in in Texas and turned down a lot of Texas schools at first, including the University of uh, Texas in the in the fall when in September he committed to the University of Washington. And of course, the Huskies go all the way to the national championship game and then Kalen DeBoer leaves, and not that long after, so does Josh Lair. He was an early enrollee. He had to get—he had already signed. He had to get out of that letter of intent, which was granted. And today commits to Baylor, another four-star, three-star guy, depending on which one of those um, the metrics, the outlets that you go by. Uh, but safety that loves to hit. Sounds a lot like the guy they brought in from Western Kentucky, that Kendrick Simpkins, a uh, big, big hitter, can defend against the run and the pass. Mm-hmm. This is this is a a guy that some of the coaches were, the other coaches were speaking really highly about, including De mm-hmm. DeBoer, of course.
1: Yeah, I, and this guy has been projected to maybe play that star position, and the uh, the other one the Bears were in on. But he did go ahead and go with Texas A and M today. Is Ashton Bethel Roman? Ashton Bethel Roman, a huge player. I think he's Missouri City, but um, uh, a real Sounds top. Sounds right,
2: Which is the same as Lair, by the way.
1: Uh, oh, cool. Well, the Bears went. I mean, went after him. Calls himself the Slim Reaper. That's good. Like that. He'll be the second and, uh, best
2: guy named Bethel to play wide receiver at A and M. Who was that? Bethel Johnson. You remember Bethel Johnson? Yeah. It all he comes like back the to the Patriots, man. Uh huh. That's uh-huh, what I, I was comparing so. Taquan Thornton to. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, when he's yeah. drafted by the Patriots, I'm like, well, he could have been Stephon Diggs, or you can make him Bethel Johnson because Belichick drafted him. Speedster, yeah. though. Yeah. So, but but the Bears, I
1: think, I think it's cool that they're like. They're not for a while they would go after these dudes, the big dudes, and then they just kind of got where they didn't at all. And I'm starting to kind of you're starting to see some more four stars and you're starting to see them, even when they don't get them, get in and fight for like these four and five star types. and uh, and, and not that Bethel Roman, I mean he's number 210 of uh, in the in the nation on prospect. So good. But I don't want to, like, overdo this. Now, they did end up with um, Terry Bussey, and and he is a huge that's – that's a big, oh, yeah. big-time prospect, number 18 prospect in the country. I think the biggest one to sign uh, today was that uh, number th- – let's see. It says he's verbally committed. I don't understand these asterisks. Okay. Okay. Um, Anyway, Ryan Williams for Alabama, that name jumped out at me when I was looking at this list. So, But uh, the Bears are in there. They're fighting. And I uh, I like it. I got to say, I like that Elko, and I know he's new at AM, so maybe there's this thought, hey, need to get him out there. But I like, Sark was talking today. Elko was talking. Even though there were just like barely any sidees, these coaches I, I love when They're these coaches to talk about their classes. Coaches yeah. are allowed to do and, that? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean I again I loved our talk with um with 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 uh, coach Aranda after the season, had a had a tremendous visit with him. But I I I I really would like it, you know. Uh I I like it when these coaches jump out there and get a and and get excited and talk about their, their Classes. They're, dra- they're uh, all the recruiting like classes. All right. Um, I think it's great for them. I think it's great for the school sure, and yeah. the athletic department, not just us. All right. Uh, it is Mosley, Cam Stewart, Aaron Sexton. We were focused, laser focused on Baylor, Texas Tech last night. Um, where are the Bears right now in this conference? Where do we have them? And what did we see in that game last night that that uh, that hopefully uh, gives you even more hope for this team that is next?
5: Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show.
6: Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from baseball head coach Mitch Thompson and women's basketball head coach Nikki Collins.
5: The Baylor Coaches Show. This Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. It's with John Morris here on the flagship station for
7: Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. For a limited time, D Mechanical Service is offering
0: a $49 heating service inspection and tune-up special. Call
8: 254-450-9993. Family-owned and operated, D Mechanical Service is a full-service HVAC company offering repairs, sales, installations, change-outs, and maintenance service on residential and commercial comfort systems.
0: In business since 2002, D mechanical service features highly trained and certified technicians that service all brands of HVAC residential split systems, ductless mini-split systems, and commercial systems.
8: And are a proud Goodman dealer. Thank goodness for Goodman.
0: They offer affordable financing option programs such as same as cash, zero interest, and reduced interest.
8: Learn more at dmechanicalservice.com. That's the letter D, mechanicalservice.com. 254-450-9993. They're fully insured and licensed by the State of Texas Department of Regulations. License 22534E.
9: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntexsportsfan.com.
6: Okay everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best, high color, high clarity, and high transparency material, so you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamore Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive, just past New Road, and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. Diamore Fine Jewelers at diamorefinejewelers My house says-
7: direct for a free in-home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love
9: my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central
1: Texas. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Lots of uh, uh, Toby, you know the Toby Keith tributes. My uh, Sirius XM fifty-eight just playing them around the clock. And I got to say, both Cam and Aaron, like you don't realize how many hits somebody has until something like this happens. Well, and then them, they just yeah. play one after another. And you're like, dang, okay, I know that one. Well, I know that one. I know this one.
2: So, um Cam's can you have a favorite? Have you re have you reanalyzed and given us a favorite, that, I, you Toby Twitter? that song? cowboy one I like. The, oh, it's um, a great song. It's his best song, That You gotta Yeah. Should have been a cowboy.
1: I, yeah, and I do think there was one kind of I don't usually like the jokey songs, but and, of course, Brad, somebody does all those, Brad Paisley. Paisley yeah. I think I kind of like him. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he doesn't but take too like, serious. he's always like every song has to be like a jokey type thing. You know, like, oh, okay. But Toby had a funny one that I don't really remember where he was he's trying to drink. I don't even think you'd get away with this anymore. He said he was trying to drink somebody f- down from 215 yeah. or something.
2: I'm a like, personal fan really, of the Taliban I, song, which I don't, I don't know if they could play no, that today.
1: No, no, we don't need to get into that. But uh, And then today, your old favorite person, uh, Coach Malky, was singing at her news conference, was <clears throat> challenging all the media you know, to sing their favorite Toby Keith songs. And what's hilarious is you know, most of the media, if you did that to us, Like, if Scott Drew started challenging, I don't think we would, like, literally start singing. You don't think Bryce Cherry
2: would just start belting out courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue? (laughs) Werner out there singing Red Solo Cup? (laughs) Golly. Hey,
1: we, by the way, we need to, I meant to tell Aaron, we may need to play a little bit of that, um, I think it's on YouTube, some of Scott from last night. I thought you would appreciate this, Cam and Aaron. I did at one point, you know, we're... Everybody had to do the whole grant. Now again, I love that Grant's a great friend of mine. I but again, it was just like, oh my gosh, guys, we just had this great game. I don't know if we need to revisit all of the Grant Scott stuff, but we did, you know. And so at some point, I asked Scott last night. I was just like, Scott, it seemed like you got along with the officials pretty well, and he kind of like, you know, like you don't know how that's going to go when you venture something out that, but Warner. To my left, the great John Warner got a big laugh, like just kind of gave me a uh, so it worked because Warner and then Nicole, I don't know, Jerry's pretty serious at those things. I don't know if Jerry got a laugh or not. Bryce is on deadline, so he's not looking for a laugh. But like Nicole Sheeran and Chad, um, you know, uh, Vothreen and Parker Reem. First of all, of I don't show. understand why Parker Reem he... He constantly feels the need to. to He makes the coach find him before, like, he'll ask, oh, Coach, I'm back here. I'm back here. I'm back here behind the cameras. Like, it does. I mean, like, I don't think they need. Like, do they have to see Parker to be able to answer his question? Yeah, I think it's a power like, he's play. Very, he's very demanding when it comes to, like, when it comes to, like, he wants to be seen by the coach. It might be a 44 I kind of almost, thing.
2: I think Eric Kelly does it, too. I kind of admire it. I kind of admire Maybe it. it kind of, it's
1: a it's an aggressive thing. <laughs> but, like, when Nicole or Chad are asking a question, they're not like, Coach, I'm back here, back here, back here, you know? And so, Stage anyway, right,
10: two
2: over.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get very. But, I, Grant, here, I've always been amazed at coaches after tough losses. And Bill Self's the best at this. Like, we always think they're going to be angry and feel awful and all this. Bill Self can walk in there after a loss and be, like, the coolest, most congenial dude you can imagine. And so has just lost three straight. He's sick as a dog. He comes rolling in there, and he goes, I can't remember the Texas Tech writer's name. He says, uh, he's like, Ben, great haircut. Man, great. Love the hair. Like, I mean, this is after just a tough <laughs> ball game. And Grant's like complimenting one of the tech beat writers, and I look at the guy like, "What'd you, what'd you do?" Because he's bald. And the guy says, oh, "I shaved it. I, I shaved my head." So uh-huh. anyway, I I thought that was neat. Now, do so you think if I do that, sick.
2: Scott will will compliment me if I just shave it all, Matt? We've talked about my hair already today. Are we certain? Have you been around Scott long enough
1: and asked enough <laughs> questions over the years? Are we certain he could go with the first name and say, yes, no. yes Cam? <laughs> no, I'm not you're certain. Not, you're not certain.
2: I don't even know if he'd recognize me from one presser to the next. Although I did try well, to butter him up last year with, with Homer in the room. I complimented his dad. on the, But I don't know if he'd remember yeah. me.
1: He would like you. Like, a lot of those he people do like you. Like Matt Roberts. Um, I don't know if he wants Matt, to put Matt's that a out friend, publicly, yeah. but, like, Max, a lot former, of the Baylor former, people, uh,
2: employee, or Former co-worker, Matt Yeah, Robbins.
1: We just kind of distance you from a, another former colleague of yours. All right. Um, it is uh, – oh, last night, though, the Bears – and, Aaron, feel free, man, jump in on this. I, I just thought, well, they took advantage. of. Uh, they didn't shoot the ball particularly well. They start out two for 12 from three. That happens far too often. Didn't like, much somehow, when you do the the non-conference, this is, like, still the best shooting team in the country or something. And I don't understand it because they just don't, a lot of these conference games, they don't shoot it particularly well. But second half, they actually shot the ball. Oh, I looked it up earlier. Um, I think they shot the ball, like, 56%. They, I'll They. give so, you this. They
2: went up 10%. And their okay. field goal percentage in the second half. That, that's okay. that's a big jump.
1: But I I don't know if this is a great three-point shooting team. I think there will be games where they are. Because Bridges, Walter, Ray J, Nunn, and Langston. Mm-hmm. And even Loner occasionally. No. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, he actually could, but I don't think they... Do you, He's you just refusing a, to. Got it. Do you, get a, do you get a kick out of the fact that Loner and Miro just get that one little run every game? It's like, yeah. why does,
2: why does I, Scott, I, in fact like, I why does take he note ever,
1: why does he not,
2: like, why has he refused to bring them in in the second half? I, I like always take note of it, Matt, because I take note of what the score is when uh-huh. this lineup goes out there. And the other day, on Saturday, <laughs> it was right before he got ejected, because I yeah. stopped kind of tracking it. But he had a lineup out there with Loner, Josh O, or no, sorry, Loner, Miro, and uh, Jonathan Chamuachachua out there all at the same time. And I'm thinking, <laughs> good thing they're up 13. I don't know how these guys are going to score. Yeah.
1: Well, they don't have a backup point guard. No. And sometimes that can be an issue, because what if Ray J, like, they do not function well when he's off the court. Occasionally, though, Ray J, the one thing about having Ray J at the point is, is he is extremely aggressive, and I do think he's hard to guard when he gets going downhill. As he showed last night, he oh, yeah. hits, he goes three, then I think Misi has a dunk, and then he goes, he gets two more shots. I mean, he, he hit, a, hit he about get a seven-point flurry in that 13-0 deal. Now, we, here's what needs to happen. Like, I don't – Walter – can't fit right now he's having trouble finishing in traffic like i he's athletic enough and he's a great enough shooter like that honestly should not be a huge problem for him. he is good at getting to the line mm-hmm. but he's not he i don't know how I would say this other than he doesn't go up particularly strong like he like yeah. none when none goes downhill he might not make the shot, but he's going to get the shot off. Like, Bridges is good at those, like, using his left hand and going off the glass. Like, I I, I know this sounds weird because two of these guys on the team are going to be close to lottery picks. And, by the way, Misi may end up being the lottery pick. Phenomenal again last night. Phenomenal. yeah, yeah, Yeah. I mean, but Bridges sometimes looks like the more polished future nba player and it's because he knows how to finish and he can shoot the three Mm -hmm. so he's he in in a lot of ways he is great and he can defend different positions i mean he's he's more made for the nba than some of these other guys he just doesn't have the ceiling perhaps that jacoby and misi have right like misi is it's just scary Like, that thing he did last night, poor 21 never saw it coming. It's like, well, I don't know what 21 was doing. Poor guy doesn't play much. They had a guy hurt, and their big man, Warren, somebody didn't play last night. And so, Mesey turns the corner on some dude, and it almost looked like he was trying to funnel him that way. But, of course, nobody came over to help. And Mesey just dunked off the dribble. But it, I, and I, 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 to, I that doesn't do it justice. I mean, yeah, Cam. It's I like he, he 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 gets he gets the he starts heading toward the and you're like, well, I mean, what's he going to do here? And then he explodes <clears throat> off the block with the dunk. Like I I'm just saying that particular move. Who I I don't know. I just don't think there are a lot of big man and big men in this conference that can pull that off. Like, DeSue no. is a very talented and skilled big man for Texas, okay? Mm-hmm. In Vickinson, fact, he's, same got, way in Kansas. he's got more moves and more range um, than than our man. But from a power perspective and a rim runner, I don't think anybody's like him right no. now in the conference.
2: No, and, and I think I will say, too, because this is a good conference for centers, which is not – what you can say around all of college basketball, you know, that 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 position isn't what it used to be in terms of impact. But Dickinson and DeSue are both really skilled and, and can shoot it a little bit. But I think for as great as those guys are, we'll get All-American votes, if not All-American. I think Eve Meesey makes just as much an impact on the game. And it's not, it's not showing up in the stat sheet like he's scoring 25 and 12 every night, but he has that much of an impact on both ends of the floor. And, and I know you notice this, Matt, when you're watching the games, the defensive end, he is just tremendous. Like, you, you teams will try to isolate on him still. It doesn't work because he can bang with these guys, even though he's you know supposed to still be a senior in high school. He can bang with these guys on the low block. He gets in good rebounding position, and he alters shots. He blocks a lot of shots, too, but how many times do we see guys, whether they're guards or forwards or centers, that go down in the lane and their shot changes right outside the cylinder because Eve Messi's there? And I agree with all of that. And he went seven for
1: eight from the free yeah, throw baby. line. Like, you just don't see generally if somebody's a poor free throw shooter. Who's a Baylor player that's been a poor free throw shooter? Rico? Did he, I guess he got better, didn't he? But he was bad at one
2: point. Yep. Did, did the villains struggle? Old big men weren't very did great.
1: Vital did Vital struggle? Vital struggled. Yes. Line?
2: Yes. Vital struggled shooting it outside of the cylinder.
1: This guy, this guy's free throws already look nice. Like yeah. sometimes guys get a little better, but they're so flat, and you're just like, oh man, I I mean, will this guy ever be a a, a good free throw shooter? Last night. I was back there, you know, we you know where we sit, Cam. Um, mm-hmm. I, I And I was just watching him, his form, like the height on the shot. Like, I would like to know who is Baylor's free throw shooting coach. Because at times, obviously, they hadn't been good this year there. But And, of course, they don't, like the NBA has a dedicated, sometimes free throw shooting coach. Sure. Baylor may have somebody that really delves into helping helping them with their Rhythm, their pre-shot routine, all of that. Um, but I, I, I loved it. it I, great. I love seeing it the other night.
2: You know, and I thought that offense just in general last night. Y- you saw the full versatility of what this offense can be. Now Tech was shorthanded, yes, and there's no way around that. They were missing two starters, but I think Baylor, which has not always been the case this year, found vulnerabilities and just attacked them. All night, Like, I mean, you have three guards right now with Dennis, Love, and Nunn who can get to the basket just about whenever they want. And I've been using, call me crazy here, Matt, I've been using a Ray J. Dennis comp for Kyrie Irving. Look, they're not quite as smooth, but there are times, and it happened last night, where Ray J. Dennis gets the ball on the wing or even the block. And he's isolated. He's one on one. He's almost backing down these guys. And you know this is a black hole. He's not passing it, and he's going to score. He's just waiting to see what move is going to work on you, which is exactly what Kyrie does. He could finish amongst the trees, but he usually leaves defenders in the dust because one of he's like a they're on strings. He's the puppet master, and he is going to one of these three or four moves that he's really great at is going to they're going to bite, and he's going to get to the basket and that opens up a ton of versatility for this offense. I know Tech was shorthanded, and they were worn down at the end, but uh, that kind of versatility is what's going to make Baylor a top offense again, which they weren't the first couple of weeks of this conference schedule.
1: You know, remind me, at 420, let's have a little discussion because I know it was a bit cringy, but also kind of interesting – the Baylor crowd turned on a tech player in a huge way. So there's a lot of I mean I and I, I, I was kind of amazed that everybody knew to do that. It's good I home. maybe they've been seeing it at other places, but exactly. it was kind of wild that the whole arena knew to get in on that player. Um and then the chant that that started I it's uncomfortable but you know, I mean as long as you're condemning behavior, you know, I don't know. I saw some Baylor fans say, "Don't, you know, you should not do that or joke about that." And I don't think that's really what they were do- I mean, again, we're talking about 18, 19-year-old college students. I don't think they're sitting there thinking through all the nuance of right. is is this is this the proper chant. But overall, I mean, I, you know, if the Bear crowd wants to get after somebody who's allegedly done wrong, I don't think I have a huge problem with it. All right. Um, we'll get into the, all of that. Uh, next, we have the NFL Blitz Package.
5: Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas.
6: It's the Bears and the Jayhawks from Lawrence coming up this Saturday, 4.30 for the countdown to tip off, 5 p.m. tip off Saturday. Follow the
5: Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central
11: Texas. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast acting, long lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call today at 863 8800 or look us up on the web at IneedTheDoctor.com.
8: So, for
12: doors
11: that are sticking
12: and cracks in your walls, the Foundation
5: Doctor will make a house call.
2: Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas style barbecue, homemade sides and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building. And their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com.
9: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
3: Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
13: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Sherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Sherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue.
9: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: You hear the music, you know what it means. Cam Stewart, Mosley, Sexton, all here with you on the Matt Mosley Show. Cam, thinking about, he's had a strong three days, he's getting a little tired, and so he's look. he's thinking about taking Thursday and Friday off it's oh.
2: in the, that's potential potentially in the cards here I worn yeah. out Matt, you know more of a three oh, yeah. day a week kind of guy you,
1: you need to do some call-ins <laughs> you need to ask for the Thai app the infamous tie line app I thought it was a great invention till I realized I had to use it on vacation <laughs> all right it's not it's not as good of invention as I thought at first it basically allows you to never go on yeah. vacation it's like those right? kids
2: with with Zoom after the pandemic, and then all of a sudden they didn't have snow days anymore.
1: That's right, they were always zooming. Yeah, and uh, I, double-edged I,
2: sword, my man.
1: Yeah, that's 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 true. I'm glad you were you were finished with school right before the pandemic. Was, hit. so was right? I. Finished with I college. I didn't need those any peop- more school. Those kids were. Uh, I mean, some of them never recovered. And I'm not talking about getting the pandemic or getting the COVID. It's like it just threw them off. It, it, totally, mentally everything. And uh, and, and uh, so, I think COVID, we're still finding out, even now, some of the uh, ramifications. All right, uh, Aaron, what do we have today in uh, the NFL Blitz Package?
4: We told you yesterday the Cowboys had interviewed three for their open defensive coordinator job. Those three, the former Minnesota Vikings head coach and former Cowboys defensive coordinator Mike Zimmer. Former Washington Commanders Head Coach Ron Rivera and Cowboys Defensive Line Coach Aiden Gurdey. A fourth name was added today as the Cowboys interviewed former Jets Head Coach Rex Ryan. Ryan has worked as an <laughs> analyst on ESPN <laughs> since 2017. He was the Head Coach of the Buffalo Bills before that in 2015 and
1: 2016. Yeah, I... <sighs> I am rooting for this, love this development. Um, Rex, I think he always felt like he did a good enough job with the Jets that he, you know, should kind of be only jobs he would think about would be head coaching jobs. He's fallen out of the mix for that. So Rex Ryan would bring something interesting to the table. And Rob was a wild character. That's Rex's brother. And, um, and and but Rex is a little more conventional than his brother. And I would be far more entertaining.
14: That's than that's the other candidates.
1: It. Yes. And I don't know. Again, Zimmer, I, I I like him just because I know him and, and I think he is good. But Rex Ryan is very intriguing to me. And Heck I of a coordinator. The, yeah, I think I—I I don't know. I think Rex Ryan. Now, where has he? Where has he been a head coach? Did he go try it with the Bills after the Jets? Did he get two cracks at being a head coach? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Forty. Okay.
2: That was um, his last coaching job. Yeah, it was, was yeah. Buffalo. I always wanted I? Belichick to swallow his pride and hire him as a DC. He's great yeah. with the Ravens, but uh, our pal Glenn Stretch-Smith made a good point earlier today on these airwaves. He said, uh, I don't know, I think Rex runs a 3-4, and the Cowboys have about two linebackers on the roster, so <laughs> I don't know if that will work. Yet. Yeah. I honestly thought Stephanie made that point. Oh, you know what? It might have been. You know, Now that you say that... I can hear her saying that. Yeah. Aaron, is that right? Didn't Stephanie bring that up? He might need the to three? change his base defense. She's yeah. been,
4: she's been on the Cowboys about their li- lack of uh, linebacker depth all year, so probably.
2: And their control of the A gap, of course. <laughs>
1: okay, all right, um, man. Do they still play that opening, Aaron? The the uh, that wide world of sports it's opening a for Stephanie in corner. Still-
4: you still got our own opening, but it's not the Wild Word of Sports theme. Yeah, Don't Stop Believing by Journey.
2: Oh, really? Okay. You ever heard that song? <laughs> <laughs> I have. I think I've probably heard that song too many times in my life. Yeah, yeah.
1: There One are they, There are some '80s songs that they just
2: mostly beat '80s us. songs. That's a good point. Mostly.
1: Yeah, you just beat us down with. <laughs> um, and and because because the problem is people your age kind of rediscover it and so it almost feels new to you and so the rest yeah, of us have to have a whole nother wave of it. And make false idols out of yeah. Journey. But yeah. I, I like I, you know I'm kind of through bagging on millennials or whatever you are. I, I'm on the I cost. Like,
2: yeah are you millennial or not? It's so by when, whenever you look at it it's like in between yeah it's like you can you can choose to be a millennial or whatever the next one Gen X is that it? No, I'm Gen X. Yeah. Oh, Gen Z. Gen Z. Z yeah. Gen Gen Sorry. X. yeah. Um, so that would be like 96, 97. They're like, "Hey, you can choose." And I'm—I was a very influential. It's not a
4: great choice. I was.
2: <laughs> look, I—I I, I did kind of—I kind of went with millennials because I was the youngest one, so yeah, I had I all my be. all the influence of my older siblings. That's why <laughs> I had the VHS. And yeah, you didn't want to be a the Walkman, an, basically.
4: Uh, an an old Gen Z. Yeah.
2: Right. I want to be. I want to be a 90s kid born in the latter half of 97. How many, how many siblings do you have? Uh, technically, I have five. I have three step-siblings and two half-siblings. So I'm the youngest of six. Three,
1: two. Okay. Aaron kind of has blended family as well.
2: That's yeah, I'm the I'm yeah. the only one with the with the Stewart last name. In fact, I carry the the last name. It's it's on me. Yeah, in case well, you were so wondering fa- about that kind of thing. So far, so good. Yeah, we've
1: <laughs> that's, we've been very preoccupied with the, <laughs> the Stewart name to kind of carry that Spelled on Spelled um, the royal way, of course. Yeah. Aaron, one more before we get to the young Turboff.
4: Yes, new uh, Chargers head coach Jim Harbaugh continues to fill out his staff. He has hired. His old defensive coordinator at Michigan, Jesse Minter, to be his new defensive coordinator with the Chargers. Minter 40 came to Michigan after a season as Vanderbilt's defensive coordinator. He had two seasons as Michigan's defensive coordinator. He started, uh, before that, he uh, he was on the Ravens staff for three years as an assistant under Harbaugh's brother, John.
2: Terrific coach, Matt. Was that number one in total defense back-to-back years, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he should have he should be the head coach at Michigan, but this is a this is a nice little step up. Assistant in college to assistant in the NFL. Not bad.
1: Yeah, know uh, money is mean, great at both, but uh, oh, he sure. probably will get a step up. The Spanos family. But I mean it's uh it's funny, Harbaugh got a lot of time at Michigan to finally turn that thing and then he turned it into a powerhouse this used don't get that much time in the NFL so he'll but if 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 it holds true I hope the Chargers will be in hit by I think I don't think he can flip them in one year but like in his second year they'll be knocking on the door but I don't I don't love it when they put college coordinators as as, as going straight to coordinators in the NFL but that's a good point you make about that he has NFL experience. So that, to me, that that makes him a little bit different. I, do, I generally do not like a college coordinator going straight to being an NFL coordinator. I think that's a bad, I think that's a bad recipe. All right, thank you, Aaron, for that. Love our NFL Blitz Package. We do that every day at about 340. And uh, now we will talk to our insider when it comes to Baylor recruiting, the Bears. The Bears are doing some damage out on the recruiting trail that continued on what is referred to as National Signing Day. That is today we talk about what the Bears accomplish next. The flagship station for
9: Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
6: The Brazos Landing is proud to showcase their new upscale bar to Central Texas, the Bourbon Street Bar. Guests are able to savor 93 different labels of bourbons, whiskeys, and scotch. Also, over 110 varieties of wine are featured in addition to a nice selection of Texas beers. Ask about the new Bourbon Street Bites while enjoying your drink. This menu includes oysters on the half shell, meatball wellington, chicken fried steak sliders, and beer battered Flounder Tacos with Avocado Salsa where I-35 and the Brazos River meet the Brazos Landing. Waco.
15: Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel Hawn, JSI, and Gunlock Furniture. Total Office Solutions where customer service and satisfaction Faction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com.
14: Call James at 254-422-5375. That's
9: 254-422-5375. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN
1: Central Texas. Hey Central Texas it's Matt Mosley ESPN Central Texas next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation remember Element Waco Hotel Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game these suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available the circa kitchen serves fresh chef inspired cuisine Made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, five to ten. And the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call. QC Kinetics today it is Matt Mosley I know what it's like to have neck pain the state of health care is always changing the old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative non-surgical drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results it's a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility reclaim your independence walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs call qc kinetics now for a free consultation call 254-415-4100 254-415-4100 qc kinetics 254-415-4100
2: The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com
14: central texas it's time to support our youth you're invited to attend the 2024 mcclennan county junior livestock show and youth fair february 5th through the 9th at Extraco Event center in waco more than 500 McLennan county 4-h and ffa students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual sale of champions friday february 9th at 6 30 p.m last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects for more information call 254-722-2597 and like the mcclennan county junior livestock show on facebook
9: from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K two 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 DC Waco, K two six five DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central
1: Texas. Mosley Show, Cam Stewart standing by, Aaron Sexton producing, and now joined by Will Turboff. Recruiting writer. Boy, you can follow it at Will Turboff at Baylor Bears 247. You can keep pick up on some of the news there. But uh, And Will has let everybody know, Cam, that he's joining us right now. So everybody's kind of standing by. So we have even more people out there than usual. The Will, Will Happy, crowd, yeah. Uh, yeah. Will, happy uh, National Signing Day to you. This used to be an unbelievable day, a day of excitement. It's not quite what it used to be, but still, uh, some excitement around the country. And you've been monitoring that. How are you doing today?
16: Yeah. Hey, Matt. Uh, hey, Cam. Um, yeah, it's been not your the old. Um Sorry, I think I lost you there for a second. Uh, you're, it's not you're the with old us. fighting day where you know you would see all these guys commit on you know today here in february uh, it's much more in december that early signing period and this is the day where you see a lot of those guys who weren't sure if they had a spot somewhere or in this case the nick saban domino effect that actually led to baylor getting one of their players today so like i said not not the excitement of the old days but you know still still kind of fun to see how things round out
1: have you seen the saban news he will be on college game day he'll join uh, i'm sure he'll love all the hijinks of college game day <laughs> up there picking i mean saban will just love that he'll just get get to be up there with lee corso and the whole gang i i bet he'll i bet he'll just really ease into that relax he'll be very funny but uh but will that was breaking news within the past hour so i just wanted to share that with you
16: yeah i just saw that i think he uh you know, if, if Corso's on his on his last leg here, I think Saban is is kind of a perfect uh perfect guy to step up to that role. And uh, <laughs> that I wouldn't mind a- seeing I wouldn't mind seeing Coach Saban with some mascot heads over the next few years.
1: Ooh. Cam Cam, was that was that a nice way for Will to put that? <laughs> <It's>, if Corso's <laughs> on his
2: last leg. I was thinking it's exactly how I would say it, Matt. So I think Will's well on his way in this business. Wait, wait, what is Will in? Is he G- is he a
1: millennial or is he in Gen Y? Where well, he's if he's nineteen, what does that put him in? That
2: might be like Gen whatever comes Will, after
1: Z. What are you, Will? Are you Gen Z? Do you know what you are? I think Gen Z. I think I think two thousand four. I think that adds up. Yeah. What are y'all known for? What's Gen Z? What are they all up to? Are y'all more are responsible y'all than the millennials? Or do y'all are y'all actually going to try to get jobs? Like, what are you? What are you? Because you're. You're very responsible. You're already working even as a college sophomore while pledging uh, or while uh, living in the Sigma Chi house.
16: That's right. We're all pretty lazy, though. So, you know, don't have, don't have too high expectations
2: for me. A generation that is lazy but honest. I think that's admirable. <laughs> that's right. Um,
1: all right, and Cam, jump in after this, but I did want to Thank get you. our man Will on involved on this. This Joshua Lair— uh addition you know i i'm sure you've been tracking this for for a while but man fort ben marshall had committed to washington i believe but been looking at some of the highlights and uh that that had to be something the bears are very excited about as they continue to kind of pursue and land a little higher caliber of recruit in terms of how y'all do the rankings um what did you make of this, and has this been kind of a constant pursuit lately? And and uh, what what was your uh, what was your takeaway when you got that news?
16: Yeah, Josh Blair is a pretty huge ad. Uh, this is one that I know that the staff was really bummed out about when they lost uh, out to Washington back in September, um, and then the door kind of closed. You know, he signed. Uh, with the Huskies in December, and uh, I don't believe he was an early unruly, but he was, you know, couldn't talk to any other teams after that, and after Saban retired and Kalen DeBoer took the Alabama job, uh, all those guys in Washington's signing class had the opportunity to be released from their letter. Uh, That's what Lair did, and, you know, Baylor was number two there. Texas was involved um, early in his, you know, recruitment when he was starting to narrow things down. Uh, but Baylor was basically the only team that made sense or, for Joshua Laird to end up to, and and he's just a great player. Uh, Gabe Brooks, who, who's in our scouting department at 24-7 Sports, he described him as a, a track-and-smack kind of safety. You know, he's high-intensity guy, very physical. He's got a great build. Um, this is going to be one – this is a position of need, first of all, for Baylor. Um, they didn't land the guys that they wanted to out of the portal and and through the high school ranks. Uh, over the last two months of this position, and Lair was the number one uh so to get your number one in these circumstances, you gotta feel really lucky,
2: yeah, I like that that track and smack will i think your 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 pal there might need to trademark that that's a pretty good one a lot of shoulder tackles in that uh in that um highlight video though, so for old football guys like Matt Mosley, they don't love seeing that just just be aware of that matt he's got a lot of shoulder tackles in him. Oh, I'm looking at God. Alex Foster though the other. Signee today, the defensive end from Mississippi. Will, he had committed by July. He seemed pretty steadfast in this commitment, and yet he didn't sign in the early signing bonus, What or signing bonus, early signing day, early signing period back in December. Why do you think that was?
16: There were a lot of teams uh, that had kind of stepped up for Alex. Right when I joined Bears Illustrated uh, back in October, a couple teams had offered Texas offer. That was the main thing. Uh, Georgia had become involved. There were a lot of schools that he'd been waiting on offers for uh, for months, about even before he committed to Baylor. Um, and there was a lot of, uh, of, of smoke uh, for him to Texas. Uh, they were just kind of seeing how things panned out with their defensive line class. They ended up getting a couple more guys than expected. Um, so it looked like Foster wasn't going to end up there. There might have been a spot for him, but that kind of all went away when Bo Davis uh, headed to LSU as their defensive line coach. Uh, after that, Michigan State got involved, and it looked like he might flip to Michigan State. And somehow, over the last month and a half, two months, Baylor was able to really lock this up. Uh, credit goes to Dennis Johnson, uh, Dave Randa himself. Uh, this was a guy that is one of those, those true needs. Uh, not just in terms of of the players that they're getting. He's a phenomenal player. Uh, He's been ranked as a four-star by a lot of the other recruiting sites. He's a composite four-star now. Uh, But this is one of those guys where, you know, you show your recruits. When the Texases and the Georgias and the Michigan State come around, we can still hold our own, uh, and that's exactly what they did.
1: Boy, I like that. Holding your own against those, uh, folks. Will Turboff from uh, Baylor 247, Bears Illustrated, joining us. And you can follow him at at Will Turboff. He's been very active today on several fronts. And, uh, now, Will, do you like that thing, the Baylor graphic with the – they got, like, that platinum record behind. And then they – and I've seen other teams do something similar, but I do kind of like – I like how they set this up with the old school TVs, and then the record player. Um, Will, have you ever like used a record player or like owned an actual <laughs> record?
16: I, I think I own a few records, but no, I'm I'm a little, a little too young for the for the old school vinyl. All
1: right, that's. I thought that was a kind of a, a in this lair. His they call him they said Hollywood. I don't know if that's his like nickname or something or or what that was what that was about. All right, so we're heading now into the spring. What are the Bears doing? Feel pretty good about these signees um you know might shore some things up, have some areas. What do you kind of think? And uh oh and that that receiver that the Aggies ended up I, I remember the name Bethel being involved in his name. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Reminding you D- of that. Uh, yeah. D- I like him. I mean, he was a good player, but the, the but the bear. I think the thing I kind of like about it, the Bears are not kind of like, hey, we're going to stay in our lane. Like if there's a big-time he- athlete, they're getting involved and they're battling it out. And the Aggies landed that youngster um eventually, but the Bears kind of were in the some haymakers. Is that an accurate description or portrayal of how that recruitment went down?
16: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I want to take it back to about October, November. Uh, yes. Ashton Duffel-Roman, he, he ended up being a top 247 guy in our rankings. Um, he had come to Baylor for a game, um, and I was told that he was just there as a friend of Mason Dossett, a high school teammate at Ridgepoint on Houston, um, and that he was not even you know, considered a, a recruit on campus. Um, so it seemed like Baylor was not going to be in the conversation at all. He signs with Arkansas. And then a couple things happen uh, that leads to him asking for his uh, release from the letter that gets granted on Thursday. Um, and the assumption is that a and is just going to kind of run away with it. And they were going to be the only team involved. They kind of ramped up their recruitment of him late uh, before signing day in December. So it seemed like that was basically over and, you know, we had heard that, that Ashton was on campus uh, over the weekend before he went to College Station. I know Houston got involved. Uh, so A&M did come out with this one. But there was there was definitely a time where it seemed like, you know, Ashton Bethel-Roman, a four-star, uh, would have been the highest-ranked player in this class uh, by a long shot, could have ended up at Baylor. Um, and I think it says a lot that they were able to get him on campus uh, when the relationship you know, really didn't seem like it was there just a couple months ago.
2: Will Turboff, 24-7 Sports, Bears Illustrated, on this national signing day. And, Will, I'm going to give you a question here that's like beginning of the press conference, break the ice type of question. But when we talked on Locked on Bay, where a few weeks ago, you had talked about after junior day, I was surprised, you know, at, at some of the the top 50 prospects that were coming in after a three and nine season where the coach was on the hot seat, but yet they're still attracting these guys and bringing them into the building. And you look at National Signing Day today, a lot of big programs are barely doing anything for better or for worse. And Baylor, depending on what outlets you look at, brought in two four-star guys today. Just big picture. Is that surprising to you? And, and how big is that for momentum at a time where you can't get any momentum on the field?
16: Yeah, it's big, um, and these are two very circumstantial ones. These are ones that Baylor, I, I kind of said it earlier, they should have won with these. If they didn't end up with, with Josh Lair after what happened in Washington, um, and if they didn't end up with Alex Foster with what happened with Bo Davis and Texas and LSU, uh, it would have been a huge disappointment. Uh, so that's what I was saying, you know, holding your own, making sure that the guys that you want know that they're wanted. Um, and I think as we head into this the focus on 2025, and we've been there for several months now, uh, they're making sure that these guys, no matter where they're ranked, no matter what other offers they have, the Baylor wants them the most. Um, and that's the biggest hump. You, you, you can't sit back and say, all right, well, if, if you want to come to Baylor, then show us. Uh, when you go three and nine, you've got to be the, the program that says, look, we're getting better. This is how we're doing it. And this is why we need you. This is not why we want you. This is why we need you to
1: take those next steps. Yep. And that's, Hey, it's part of this back Mac campaign. Let's not forget the NIL. You got it. Baylor's getting better at the NIL. The money starting to flow on the Brazos hard by the foster pavilion. So we'll do not underestimate the Baptists love to give. Now they usually give to the church, but they will give to athletes. You know, if, if it's the right kind of player and, uh, and I think we're starting to see that. Now, Will, did your uh, did your beloved um, Longhorns, did they get anything? Did Sark do anything today? Or is Sark, did he put his class to bed and he was finished? What's uh, what's happening down there on the 40 acres?
16: Yeah, pretty quiet today for Texas. Okay. And you see done a lot yeah. with, these, with these big-time programs. They've, you know, had their plans uh, in terms of signing classes, you know, since, since early in the fall, and it's just uh, – you know figuring out the little details but it's a great day for, for programs like baylor that are able to swoop in you know they have open spots they have some room to to make some more moves over the spring and the summer um so i think it's like i said texas didn't do much but i'm I'm happy baylor got in there
1: all right baylor i'm telling you they're they're getting in there and keenan Hall's doing a nice job but uh i appreciate cam did you have anything else did you just want to I'll I'll just let you say
2: bye. Yeah, sure.
3: No, I, to can our man Will. I can round this out. I can round this out with a
2: question. How about
1: this? O- okay.
2: Will, how do you feel about <laughs> dogs in indoor public places, mm-hmm. like a restaurant or a bar?
16: <laughs> you know, I think it depends on the size of the dog. I think Okay. Let's say let's say or the size of the, the fight cow? and the dog. Sure. That, that fair?
2: Yeah, that's fair. I I'll call that fair. Bit of a cop out, but fair. <laughs>
16: yeah, will dog lover i'll lean towards yes dogs and in inside places but you know i don't want to look over and see a, see a great dane while i'm eating dinner
2: sure and and you yeah. even if you said no will we we've agreed that we wouldn't call you a bad person if you said hey i just i don't want to be approached necessarily by a dog while i'm eating dinner we understand that that's that's yeah. what me and mostly came well, to a compromise
1: it is, it, it, we were talking because last night a little yippy dog kind of got after one of our colleagues, just kind of didn't do anything big, <laughs> but they just didn't really. Got a little Mississippi leg hound in them. <laughs> yeah, well, just, <laughs> no, the dog the dog got a little, you know, just kind of got away from them a little bit. People like to kind of, it's not enough just to have the dog. Then they have to have <laughs> that long leash where the dog gets to prance around and gets to kind of mess around with the next table. And occasionally you'll get somebody who does not want to be touched by the dog so i think if you're going to bring bottom line is i don't like the dog at the in any kind of indoor situation unless it's a service animal service dog or something like that and obviously some sometimes people take that you know abuse that but uh, people that truly need service dogs or service animals i'm all about it you know take them take them anywhere you need them all right will sorry you got caught up in that but uh appreciate the uh information and uh, you and the Sigma guys have a good evening. You've earned it. Get out there. Have a nice evening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.
16: I'll try, Matt. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back soon. I think think we're gonna have a lot to talk about with Baylor pretty soon.
1: Well, I hope so. I hope so. I like I, when Will. I like leaving Will in a situation where he's like, "Hey, hey, I'm I'm ready to get back on with you," and uh, and also Cam. Just so you know, um, that is all copyrighted Mosley material. What Will just did cannot that none of that can show up on Locked On.
2: Oh uh, man,
1: Lock, uh, Locked On Baylor. Yeah, it's because of the dog
2: is, question. I know it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is that is all Mosley. Okay, there he goes. Will Turboff on the Mosley show. We appreciate his fine work. Now, let's get back into. We got Campus Confidential 4:45. We got some breaking news on the Cowboys front. I also want to talk about that crowd at the Baylor game last night. Um, Did they? Was it okay? Was it okay to go all in on that one player from Texas Tech? We discuss next.
5: Baylor Big Twelve Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The
6: Baylor women on the road to take on BYU on Wednesday, 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 8 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Follow
5: the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball,
1: ESPN Central Texas. Choreo Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show sports injury expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Choreo Health orthopedic team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot, to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE.
13: Hey, right now at the all new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all out sellout. That means we're out to set an all time sales record so you can expect a huge selection of brand new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, <laughs> it's car buying simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and Volkswagenofwaco.com. The best price, the best place, <laughs> the best way to buy a car.
7: That football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years
1: Hey Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine open to the public seven days a week, five to ten, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco
9: Hotel. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central
1: Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Cam Stewart, Aaron Sexton. And um, congratulations to everybody who signed today. My daughter's high school, they were signing this morning at 730. One of the one of the her friends was going to go play wide receiver or cornerback at Columbia. One was oh. going to Fordham to play quarterback, and Jesus. I I meant to be there. I like wanted to attend the signing, but of course, I I didn't get I did not get in bed because of the late game last night mm. until about two to two thirty a.m. That's sacrifice, and so yeah, but I. 7.30 for the signing, but now oh, I regret it. Tough. Now yeah, I regret it. That's really it not, tough,
2: though. I can't blame you.
1: Yeah, not, I regret not getting up and going to the signing. So anybody out at all, all our local haunts, you know, Midway, China Spring, Conley, La Vega, I mean, I, I I, never got your take on those all that redistricting and realignment and all that kind of stuff, Cam. Did you, uh, you having been a... A big China spring. Been on the broadcast. Yep, you've seen them win Honorary state. Trug. Yep. Any anything, anything in that new district that um, jumped out at you? I mean, I just saw the you reacting a lot to it. The schedule release and that oh. kind of thing. Uh, you had some big time reactions on social media, but the that new di- and even the new division. I think there's a different division yep. involved. Like, what does that now. mean for? china spring like is this are they going to be even more dominant or is, it, is this going to be more challenging what did you what did you see when you started kind of studying that group of teams that it's in there with china spring
2: well i'll say this the cougs did graduate a lot of talent i know everyone does but they graduated a lot this year uh from i mean basically removing all from that state championship team of 2022 love this district matt this is the the Waco Metro District, No one. the longest car ride is 50 minutes between uh, La Vega or Conley, whichever one was a little bit farther away, and Gatesville. So you have those teams. You have China Spring. You've got Robinson and someone else. Lorena, who's had a lot of success recently. So this is bringing back all the old rivalries. Now, moving back into 4A2 means all roads essentially lead to Carthage. And you know the kind of powerhouse they have there out in East Texas with Scott Surratt. Uh, So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to have the two um, Waco ISD schools in the same district, University High and Waco High. But you got me thinking a little bit, Matt. Columbia. Who's the best football player ever out of Columbia? Well, I would
1: probably say the one I think of immediately is Marcellus Wiley. Yes. It's got to be up With the Chargers and a... Uh, excellent pass rusher. Spent time with the Dallas Cowboys. Got to know yep. Marcellus a, a little bit later on, and then ended up on TV in some in some role like with Fox or something. Yeah, I never. They have a good did... baseball
2: player at Columbia too. Marcellus was no, no. They they do. Columbia has a Hall of Fame baseball oh. player. Actually, a couple of Hall of Fame baseball players. Like way way back. Uh, yeah, a little before both of our times, I would say. One of them famously played an exhibition game in Waco, as a matter of fact, in the year 1929. Ty Cobb? This would be the great yeah. Henry Louis Gehrig. Louis Gehrig. Oh, Lou Gehrig. And I think Eddie Collins went there, too. He was a great of oh, his time. Man. So, Columbia, factory for pro sports, Has clearly. I... I had another one. Robin I
1: had a, I think I've got a good trivia thing for you. Oh
2: yes, please. If we could um, if we could
1: do an hour of trivia a day and we'll do I would we'll be do a
2: big sh- and slop.
1: We'll get a couple of uh uh free schmalt sh- sandwiches with this one. Ooh, I've also who, got one for you after this. I've got
2: one, who, it'll be quick, I promise.
1: Who is the in in two five four six six two 1660 six two sixteen sixty. Who is in the Pro baseball Hall of Fame that played for Baylor. Who am I allowed I to answer? Or or is this only, the Schmaltz trivia question? I think there's only one. This is Schmaltz, so okay. don't. answer so I can't answer it. Okay. You can tell. I because this is a tough one. I you <laughs> can like write it down for Aaron if you know it, and so can, Aaron can will I have g- the answer?
2: Can I give you a quick question that you can answer since we already did the schmaltz's one?
1: Yeah, 254 <laughs> Who is the only player in the Baseball Hall of Fame who played at Baylor? Um, and uh, you get two free sh- uh, schmaltz sandwiches if you get this one.
2: Okay, hit me. All right, so I heard this on ESPN Radio this morning. It was, who are the th- the three NFL head coaches who won more than one Super Bowl as the underdog? I thought a fascinating one to think about. More than one Super Bowl
1: as the underdog. Yeah,
2: so multi, I should say multiple Super Bowl championships as the underdog.
1: Um, I, I, For some reason, I think of, I mean, I don't really ever think of the Patriots as underdogs.
2: I'll say right. I got two of three. Aaron was right, right there with me. I had two of three, it's and the like, one I got wrong was a Patriots coach. It's a big hint. It's not Belichick.
1: But the pa- the Patriots coach had to win too. I don't. I can't think of another Patriots coach. I mean, right? No, I'm
2: saying I guessed Belichick. That was not right. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I okay. thought he was an underdog in the Seattle game as well as St. Louis. But I would
1: Louis. guess uh, Parcells, Coughlin. And I'm trying to think of somebody that's won a couple of them. Cowboys were always favored. I feel like the Steelers were, so I can't really ooh, but they might not have been over the Cowboys back in the day. So I'm gonna guess Chuck Knoll and I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess uh Shula. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw four out there. Okay. Shula and and I and then I'm gonna say
2: I guess did, number five.
1: Yeah, I guess number five, <laughs> I I would say somebody like,
2: um, uh, okay, I'm done. You're like the Bears' three-point shooting percentage in conference play. You're shooting around 20%. Okay. Well, you didn't get that fifth one, so you'd actually shoot 25%. Okay. Y- you guessed Tom Coughlin. That is correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chuck Noll was not, I don't remember the other ones he did. I Shula. had originally thought of Parcells, didn't make it an official guess, but that was also incorrect. But the other two were uh so we had Coughlin. It was Joe Gibbs, one three, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Tom Flores, recent pro football hall of famer, Tom Flores. You know one two and was the a, underdog in both. I'm mad at myself because
1: Flores came to mind and I and but it's just like you can't get it through your head, and I know who he beat. I think one of those he beat the Eagles maybe. Circa, like, 79 against Jaworski, Jaworski and them. Jaworski, yep.
2: Which is I wild don't... that they would be the underdog in that game. That's Dick Vermeule's Eagles <laughs> It took Eagles
1: Flores there. forever to get in the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I guess, I don't really totally understand it because they had great players. I guess Al Davis got so much of the credit. I guess. That for like... some reason, but, I mean, it's not like, I mean, Jim Plunkett was the quarterback when Flores won those two. I don't yeah. know, did, Sta- did Stabler ever, I guess he got to a Super Bowl.
2: I did think Stapler just won, Stabler just won just with Madden. I think he just won one, and it was with Madden. And, by the way, Jim Plunkett, other than Tom Brady, the oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl, starting to win a Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Although Manning would have been pretty old, too. I think, yeah, Blanda. A better coach than, is <laughs> a better coach than Tony Dungy. <laughs> by the way, George Blanda was still playing...
1: That's one of my favorites. I don't know if he ever won a Super Bowl, but pl- I don't think so because he kicked as mm-hmm. well. But Blanda played. I think Blanda was still playing at forty-seven or forty-eight.
2: I think forty-eight. I think yeah. I think he got to forty-eight.
1: So that would have been the old, the oldest player ever was either Blanda or Morton Anderson.
2: Uh Mort was, Mort was up there.
1: Yeah, yeah. These are. I think this is a very important conversation. It is, but. Uh, um, I, I do want to talk a little bit more about the Tech game last okay, night. Yep. I, I like that team. I obviously love Grant McCaslin. He's a Baylor guy through and through. He's my old fraternity brother back from the day. Although he was, as you could kind of look at him and tell, he's about four years younger. And he can pull off those, that, those I don't know, man, that's a different, he's got a little bit of a Kingsbury. He's a real slight fella. But he's just tiny. It's really funny to watch him, because he even when he played at Baylor, he was like so he was so tiny. Okay, he's probably five seven five eight. But to watch him, I think I've got a theory that the shorter coaches are the fiery, fireier coaches, like the the Fran Frischillas of the world. I just think they've had to overcome so much, both playing and coaching, being tiny little people that they they kind of overcompensate and go crazy on their – and so, like, Grant is the nicest guy ever. But, like, I was watching him. Goodness gracious. He was very (laughs) – like, the only person worse than the crowd on Pop Isaacs last night was Grant. Pop Isaacs was making him so mad. I don't even think it was about the shooting. It just – either defense and then just doing some weird stuff like Isaacs is a shooter and, and he makes a lot of great you know shots but last night I kind of think I think the I think the the crowd got to him and so. if you if you didn't know the story he's there's some allegations and they were over, overseas um, somewhere they were in the Caribbean weren't they they were Bahamas, somewhere, think, yeah. and, and there are uh, sexual assault allegations. Now, Tech says they've checked it all out They've and that he should still be, while he's waiting to, for whatever is going to happen with the trial, that he should be able to keep playing. Other people said, you know, I even had a Baylor buddy of mine say, Grant should have done the right thing and not played him, okay, to which I kind of wanted to say, okay, because, you know, every coach – and every team always does the right thing, right? Sure. When they have, like, a great player, they always, like, sit them down. Okay, so that was kind of my reaction to that. But I don't know. The the details are just very strange. And, and it, it, it you know, it involves an underage uh, young woman. Um, and it involves Pi- Pop Isaacs, who's got to be – 18 or 19 at this point. I, I may be, he may have turned 20, but I think he's either 19 or 20. So this happened earlier this season. Well, everywhere he's gone, because this has been a very public story, the fans have gotten on him like crazy. The Foster Pavilion crowd was no different. They booed him every time he touched the ball. Now, then they got some chants going, and, boy, they got a seven and it is uncomfortable because I think that the the number they were chanting was the age of mm-hmm. of this 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 girl. Yep. And uh, in and again, I have not. I need to revisit that story, but it's very uncomfortable. Uh, everything about it. But Grant in Texas Tech, I don't even know if Grant get, got to totally make this decision. Texas Tech has decided to keep him active on the court during all of this. So the Baylor fans are chanting things. The students are chanting things. And, like, on one hand, the booing I don't have any problem with. The chanting of the girls' age, you know, that's a very uncomfortable thing. But at the same time, like, they, they are ripping and booing a kid that's alleged mm-hmm. for sexual assault. So in some ways, it's like, well, I mean, are they really doing anything that wrong if they're mocking and going after somebody that has these very serious allegations? And again, we don't know until this thing goes to trial or settled or whatever. We don't know the whole story. We just know he's playing. now. Right. This kid does not. Now, while it might have rattled him, he certainly is used to it. And one time when he hit a three, he put his finger up to his mouth to shush the crowd. Well, that even made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> that even made it worse. Did you, did you send? he's a good player, Pop Isaacs. He probably averages 15, 16 points a game. He's, is he their best player? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I love Joe Toussaint, but he's probably their best player. Did did you think they rattled him last night, or did he just have a bad, a poor shooting
2: night? He did um, not play well. He did yeah, not play well. It looked like there was a bit of rattling, but also you got to factor in, you know, that the flu has been going around there, and he looks he just got tired towards the end, I yeah. think. But when it was that that seventeen chant, he he short arms a, a free throw, and the place just goes absolutely nuts. So I think there that has to look like a little bit of a rattling in there. I don't know, Matt. It was it was kind of. It was kind of weird to hear. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm on a high horse or anything. Like I I, I think when you're Pop Isaac's and I know he's still just a kid, I think twenty. Um, but when you're a major player in college basketball and you have these things alleged against you, I, I don't think it's unfair for these chants to come in. As long as it's not, you know, racist or sexist or anything. I I, I don't I don't think that's unfair, but being a Baylor fan who was a student when every other team in the conference and almost any sport that drew fans was chanting those same things at at your university, like it it's it's a weird feeling. And, and I know th- that's not exactly apples to apples, you know, with the Baylor sexual assault scandal with the football team, they're they got it chanted at them the n- whatever no means no chant or things like that at basketball games. Didn't really have a correlation versus here's the guy who's actually been alleged. He's right here. He's playing in front of you. uh. But it, 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 I just, I felt weird about it up in the stands. And I think that's why a lot of the fans outside of the student section weren't doing it because we remembered what that was like and how much it, it felt like it trivialized the whole thing that, Oh, you know, <laughs> these girls pain became fodder for other teams around the big 12. But it was. It was just kind of a weird feeling. I don't. I don't know. And I said this on Locked On Bay or two because I was grappling with it. I don't know that it's unfair for them to say it, being at a game and these things being out in the public. But it did. It. It was kind of an odd, awkward
1: feeling. Well, yeah. To something that serious. Yeah. To chant things like that in a mocking nature. That's what I mean. And, yeah. And and I think it was just that the students were having so much fun doing it um again would that happen at Duke yes oh yeah I've heard in fact I've
2: heard plenty of stories growing up from when my dad was a Cameron crazy about how much worse it was the things that they would throw at players who had you know accusations or things like that it was this this would absolutely happen and has happened other places this year I think TCU gave it to him pretty good as well uh last weekend
1: and, and this this kid is different than even that OKC Thunder deal because no one was arguing in that case that it wasn't consensual. And in this case, the family is alleging that it was not consensual. Okay? Uh, it, so there's a, there's a different – this is a different situation. In fact, that OKC, they have decided not to file charges. And while I'm sure he's still getting it, you're talking about Giddy, the player for OKC – Uh, who allegedly, well, he had some kind of inappropriate relationship with somebody too young. That has kind of gone away until this Isaacs things come to a complete, you know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, again, by the time we get to the tournament, if they somehow make the NCAA tournament and he has a great, this will turn into some kind of, that's where it always gets really weird, right? Because, like, they'll paint him as some kind of resilient character like overcoming oh yeah and that's when it really gets to me well, not that, not yeah, tasteful that will be really like, uncomfortable how do you cover that story and then and then buy into that storyline my gosh the amazing yeah. the amazing pop No and what wait, he's wait. went through look yeah. what he's accused of yeah and again he deserves his day in court Absolutely. Does he deserved to be playing while before while he that's up for debate. I, 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 I don't know. The university feels like it's done enough research to put him in there. I even was asked, hey, Matt, did you bring that up with Grant? And I didn't. I Obviously, Grant was only coming on with me because we're friends, right? I mean, and we've known each other forever. But, like, the journalist in me is like, well, you know, should I have – I mean, I bet he's been asked about it plenty, but should I have brought that up? I don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting deal, but uh, uh, good win for the Bears nonetheless. Now, we got a big 5 o'clock interview with, from Aggies land, Aggieland. Okay, there's a lot going on there. They, they had some big-time signees today, but we need to do some campus confidential. We'll do it next.
5: Join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show.
6: Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from baseball head coach Mitch Thompson and women's basketball head coach Nikki Collin.
5: The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics,
11: ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At The Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only The Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give The Doctor a call today the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com.
8: So for doors
12: that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor
5: will make a house call.
9: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com.
13: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue
14: patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments so how does this non-surgical approach work QC Kinetics Medical Director Dr. Aaron Wolkoff explains
0: it's like when you get a
14: paper
2: cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue and then you look down a week later two weeks later and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed in this same way QC
14: Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs.
2: We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patient's pain.
14: Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments. Call QC Kinetics,
13: 254-415-4100.
11: That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100 oh boy more irs changes this year frustrating isn't it maggard bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing central texans tax returns go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress campus confidential is sponsored by jim
7: turner chevrolet jim turner chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in mcgregor and they will treat you like family it's time for campus confidential our
9: daily look at college football news Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Well, it is uh, Matt Mosley. And uh, let's get right to it with some of the headlines. Had one, had one Big 12 coach tossed from a game. Lots of f- interesting stuff going on involving the officiating and the officials. They've been fining. You know, Mac Rhodes got fined. Kelvin Sampson had some thoughts on that. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. Aaron, where do, we, uh, where do we begin today?
4: Former Alabama head coach Nick Saban, who retired last month after 17 seasons, is ready to go back to work. He will be joining ESPN's college game day. Saban, 72, will primarily serve as an analyst for game day. He will also lend his expertise across ESPN's platforms to a variety of events including the NFL Draft and SEC Media Days.
1: You know, that's hilarious to imagine Nick Saban, like hanging out. First of all, what will he do at SEC Media Days as an analyst? I mean, he's had to put up for years doing a a few radio interviews and dealing with everything, and, of course, he – a lot of it, he, it comes across like he thinks it's all nonsense. And now he would actually be in the media. There is a time-honored tradition with people who don't necessarily always love the media and treat the media that great. Immediately when they retire, they end up in the media. And um, that is, uh, I, you know, I... I I think Saban had some level of respect, but a lot of times he didn't have any time, or m- seemingly a lot, of, a, a huge level of affection for the media. Uh, so, Cam, you you think you think he's going to be good? You think sure? Why not? You, th- you think you <laughs> think Saban just by his very presence is probably a good move by ESPN?
2: Well, I I would say both of those. Are not mutually exclusive. I think it's a good move by ESPN. I don't. If he's not good, obviously, I don't know how that looks in Week Six of College Game Day. But uh, the thing that I would say is a benefit to Sabin over like someone like Bill Belichick going into the media is Belichick wants another job. I don't think Saban does. So I think he'll be fully honest about you know, he's not trying to hurt anyone's feelings because he's not going to go interview for their job. So uh, I think he could be really good for the football heads if he dedicates his time and effort into it. But not a, not a lot of old coaches really do once they get into the, onto the desk.
4: They kind of show up and talk. <laughs> yeah.
2: like And sometimes it works, right? Yeah, like absolutely. Lou Holtz, well, I don't know how well, much homework he did, but... He was entertaining, whereas Lee Corso, even though it was a bit of a bit, he did follow the game still like he you know what I mean i I don't know I Dan Mullen is just sitting there talking, and I think they cut his mic off at some point <laughs> like he I don't know I, I don't think it'll be dreadful. I'll say that Matt
1: yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody who's made the transition and was like immediately really good I mean I think
2: for college? For college football? Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean like Mac was okay, but they kinda put Mac on a highlight show where he didn't have to Mac was right. such a like good who deal actually gets personality. Yeah, he didn't he did, he wasn't gonna go all in or be that be you know, I, I I'm trying to I mean like Meyer it's eh. not that he doesn't have some interesting points, but he had such a seedy thing happen with the, the way the Jacksonville deal ended. I think you have a hard time looking at him and not thinking about like just how seedy of a guy right. he is, and no charisma. Even though he's he's one of the greatest, co- he's one of the greatest college coaches of all time. Sure, I mean, he really is. I mean, there's Saban and him, um, and of course Bear Bryant and all the old ones. But I. Urban Meyer has to show up in any discussion of the
2: top five or ten college coaches of all time. Yeah, he's lost he like really twenty does. games ever. It's it's his winning yeah. percentage is actually incredible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no charisma though. He's kind of boring. He's just a meringue. He's a drip. He just stoops, he's just stoops there. is kind of boring. Yeah, that's the not problem. Great. I wonder if like I wonder if Pete Carroll would be any good. He seems like someone who's yeah. not boring, but I don't know. Kind of, kind of upbeat, yeah, yeah. Naturally, pretty
1: upbeat, just like Saban. Yeah. Pretty upbeat. But you're right, most of them want back in. It's like the only, two. I, I couldn't believe I saw recently. I didn't even know Mangini was still doing that. And Mangini showed up on some oh show, God. and I was like, Eric Mangini is still, he's still hanging out. And by the way, he's when up. there's less stress from coaching, some of these guys kind of look younger and look like. Rex Ryan looks as good now as he did 10 to 15 years ago <laughs> just because he's kind of relaxed and doing his thing oh man Rex Ryan in the in the running for the Cowboys defensive coordinator job all right uh, Aaron uh
4: continue sir big 12 women's basketball tonight three games on the slate including the Baylor women number 18 in the country traveling to Pro t- Provo to take on BYU. That's an 8 o'clock tip. 7.30 for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. The early game at 5 o'clock as Cincinnati traveling to battle UCF. That's a 5 o'clock tip for that game, so just a couple minutes away. And then TCU travels to Norman to take on number 24 Oklahoma at 6. All three of those games on ESPN Plus. And as I mentioned, the Baylor game right here on the ESPN Central Texas.
1: Um I don't know, the BYU women any good? Have they been ranked at some point this year? Are we worried about um, the the LDS women?
4: Well, on the basketball court no. Yeah, they're tw- 12 and 11th and in last place in the Big 12. So. I don't know what that Hopefully, means. we better not be worried. <laughs> well, we you shouldn't. just made
2: it very vague, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak to all factors involved. But in terms of the
1: basketball court, I don't think Baylor should be worried. What'd you say, Aaron? What was their record?
4: 12 and 11 and currently residing in 12th place in the 14-team Big 12.
1: <laughs> I I worry about them because that you said altitude. Team, I'll say that. That's, the Bears only beat them by 3. They'll be handing out those pamphlets and stuff. I mean, it's it's tough to go. <laughs> it's tough to go in
2: there. Yeah, you think Sarah Andrews, like when she's bringing the ball up, she's like, you know, that pamphlet. They did make some good points in there, and then all of a sudden, her pocket gets picked. Might be a distraction. Tell you they're what, nice people.
1: Though they, they, they phew, great people, and they witness. They're good. They they're good at witnessing. I was a bad witness. Like I, like I'd always get out there and be trying to witness to somebody, and then I I realize they they like know the stuff better than i do (laughs) struggling all right um we have something major next um we've got travis brown aggie's insider um and uh, cam man have a great trip and uh, hope to visit with you at some point you know during your travels but i know you're going to go attend it seems like you go to a lot of weddings and bachelor parties and things like that you're in that stage of it's life that time so, of life yeah yeah go enjoy that and uh, appreciate these three uh, wonderful days that you put in this week and uh, we hope we can build on that in the future in a
2: way the effort was a lot like five days <laughs> 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 two herculean, of the three hours for three
1: days herculean effort but uh uh, uh ha- safe travels and we appreciate all Thank your you. hard work this week okay It is now time for Travis Brown from the Eagle. Aggies landed a couple of big-time players today. Let's talk Aggies football. We'll do it next. Find sports news,
7: streaming, and show podcast at syntechsportsfan.com. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy, to jewelry, to plush animals, to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and tote. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills.
15: Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hawn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com
6: elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 8080.
2: Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building. And their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., or till they sell out. Customers can call 254 265 5387 for pre orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full service catering option is still available. For your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab and go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at HellbergBarbecue.com.
9: The Big 12 Shoot Around, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central, Texas.
8: At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. We'll be right back. right back. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family.
9: from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the
0: Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's
1: Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And uh, we do at 525 have some breaking Baylor news to share with you on the broadcasting front. And an old pal of mine is, uh, well, big announcement, okay? And he's chosen to only do one show today. Only one platform, and it'll be right here on the Matt Mosley Show. But Travis Brown always has some good breaking news. Our Aggies insider on the Mosley Show, and a good one at that. And a man who's been up early for signing day. I mean, this is national signing day. It's hard to, it's hard to think of because the other one. They've got the early signing day now. But Travis has been out to watch a young man sign. And then he's he's covered an Elko news conference. Um, Travis Brown joining us now. Travis, are you uh, are you well rested, or will that come later this evening? Will you catch up on some rest? Hopefully, you can sleep in tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. First off, I
10: want to say that that I too, your show is the only radio show that I too am doing today. So I just want to go uh, uh, be, be on that. That's not, uh,
11: for,
10: for the day, uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a lot of logged miles today. I uh, went out to Clemson to see uh, Terry Bucky, the number one athlete in the 2024 class. Uh, pick the athletes
1: out at of title. Travis, Travis, we got we got some uh, may, we got some cell issues, so I'm going to ask you to uh, to maybe step over to a different part of your office perhaps and let's better give it a now. go better yes now. yes okay better now yeah but now guess. you were talking yeah. about bussy so you've been out at bussy i mean that was a that was, now how far a drive was that
10: so uh it's about three hours uh luckily had some family over there in in nacogdoches got to stay with got in late last night and then uh went over to Timpson uh, which is about thirty minutes north of Naka Nowhere, uh, and uh, <laughs> checked out that 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 signing today.
1: Well, I bet they were happy to see you out there. I, I like it when you get that video going. You not only report it for the newspaper, but then you get some a video component to it as well. Now, walk the bussy thing. That's kind of interesting. Why? Why do these players hold off and wait? this long you know baylor had one today where they actually got a guy from washington and uh, obviously he was allowed to go to another place because they got a new coach what was uh what was in in bussy's case what was uh what what was his reasoning for waiting until now and uh and how big a signing was this for the aggies
10: yeah so he he first committed to the Aggies in uh, September of 2023, of course, under Jimbo Fisher. And when that uh, staff was relieved of their duties, he decided that he wanted to take a little extra time to get to know uh, Mike Elko and his new staff. And, and in the meantime, uh, LSU and Georgia kind of made a a final push and got his, uh, a little bit of his attention late there in the recruiting cycle, went on visits to all three, but, Ultimately, it was the he stayed with his commitment, and that was kind of a weird one, too, because usually you see in these recruiting cycles, recruiting stories, a kid will commit and then he'll decommit before he kind of reassesses his whole situation. Bussy, technically, for, for all that it really matters or doesn't matter, stayed committed to the Aggies, um, though he didn't sign uh, on early signing period, and then ultimately went with his quote unquote commitments. Uh, here on actual National Signing Day. But with the, the way that uh, the calendar's all set up now, if you don't sign in that early signing period, it's almost like you kind of decommit because usually that allows for some other teams to make a pitch or make a push there. And It's a big get. Not only is it uh, another five-star for the Aggies to, to come in, he's going to play uh, defensive back mostly, but as a high school quarterback he uh, and a kick returner, he's going to factor into the special teams gang, the kick return game, and uh, Elko said that they're even going to try to get the have a few wrinkles, few special situations where they'll put him out on offense and uh, get the ball in his hands for um, some plays to, to, to be a playmaker on the offensive side of the ball. So not maybe a true two-way like a Travis Hunter, yeah. but he'll, he'll see both sides of the ball.
1: Man, I'm glad you made that trip. I mean, that shows commitment right there. I think I would have been tempted – to watch that on the Facebook stream, which the high school put out there, and uh, I, I would have been tempted to stay right there in my house there in Bryan College Station, but uh, good for you being on the uh, being on the scene for that. Our own Travis Brown from the Eagle uh, covering these Aggies. Now the Slim Reaper himself, the wide receiver, four-star wide receiver from Missouri City ashton bethel roman the bears got in on him the bears were interested very interested others were interested as well and you might have heard the bears are back to growling around again they're not like hat in hand hey appreciate you considering us no they're they're closing a few deals they got some nio money they're ready to play ball but um, ashton bethel roman does end up signing with the aggies um how big of a get is that, and um, and, and what was kind of Elko and everybody else's excitement level about that signing?
10: Yeah, I mean, it adds to uh, what, what kind of turned into a pretty depleted wide receiver group uh, with, uh, you know, Nye Smith moving on, uh, with Evan Stewart transferring out, and uh, just kind of not having a whole lot of depth there beyond those guys. I mean, with his addition, you add he's the third wide receiver in this, Signing class with the two that came in in the early signing period, and then you add two more uh, from transfers. So uh, there, there is a lot in that wide receiver wide, wide receiver stable. And, and even then, adding into the fact that Terry Bussey might uh, see a snap or two at, at wide receiver as, as well on the offensive side of the ball, or it could be a wildcat situation. We, we don't quite know yet. Um, so uh, there is there is more than enough talent to go around on the outside of the uh, offense for for the Aggies heading in to the point where it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to get the ball around to, to all of these guys. And, and uh, you know, they, they're pretty high on the scholarship number right now uh, with the idea that probably they'll see some guys uh, exit out after spring ball. So that's kind of that new reality too, is that you're going to see teams going into spring practice with well more than the, 85 scholarships they tend to usually have to kind of combat for potential attrition that might happen in that second, uh, transfer window.
1: How do you like that Elko block T look he's going with the Adidas, um, the Texas Aggies, the block T. I mean, I, I, it's, uh, we know the one that's in between the A and the M, but, um, that, that's a, it's an interesting look he's got going is, uh, yeah, the 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 Aggies love that block T, and and does that seem to be a direction Elko? I, I kind of like those old '80s things, like Emory Ballard. I don't know if Jackie ever wore a cap. Jackie was like a sport coat. I mean, he he was a different yeah. guy. He was not a, yep. a ball cap wearer. But the the Acres at Texas, the Emory Ballard, who obviously had connections to Texas, they love that cap. With the block T that sat up real high on the on the head,
10: yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the kind of dry fit, long sleeve, hooded T-shirt. Uh, I got yeah. my my Rangers World Series championship uh, uh, shirt in that in that style, so uh, I, I always sport and and appreciate that kind of a fashion statement. You know, I don't know about the block T, but but here's something that you'll with the old Southwest Conference ties and rivalries, you know, uh, just kind of subtly in answering one of the questions. I don't even remember what it exactly was about. Oh, it was about high school coaches.
11: It was about yeah. his
10: uh, his tour to visit the high school coaches. He he mentioned how that Texas A and M was the flagship university of the state, and that they wanted to reach out to coaches. Just just kind of subtly drop that in there. Let that let that simmer a little bit, uh, and and I'm sure uh, Twitter reacted accordingly. From you know others around the state so uh that was that was always fun when you get a little bit of a a little zinger in there that that no one's
1: expecting (laughs) i like that i like a good uh i like a good zinger and uh talking to travis brown about these aggies um i like to say aggies i like to try to capture dave south's old voice these aggies aggies he was something like that i does, do you ever see Dave around? What is he what I mean, he's still around, isn't he, somewhere? Like what is is uh is is Dave ever around campus?
10: He was he was on our uh our prognosticator panel this year picking games. Okay. Uh so I, I believe he was, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh yeah. but no, you know, he he keeps a pretty low profile these days. Uh you might you still catch him on a uh you know, like a, like an HVAC company's, uh, commercial maybe on, on during (laughs) local news. But, uh, other than that, I have not seen Mr. South around, but I know he's, he's around and and hanging out.
1: And I gave him a hard time. I didn't always love the way he did it, but the sound was his own, the sound. He just had a, he had a sound that nobody else had. And, um, and, he, and, he, and the way he presented it, and wouldn't, a lot of times he wouldn't say the other team's name. He would just say them or, uh, or we or us. And that drove people nuts. But I would say he's one of those guys that even the Aggies probably complained about at times, but we love our own. And so I think he was beloved. Now, um, what about this other guy? I, I hadn't heard you mention him from. Uh, what do come out of Tennessee somewhere? This Robert Bordon, um, or Borden, as the case may be. What do we What do we know about him? Seems like he's uh, was he an offensive lineman or what?
10: Yeah, you know they they uh, they went. They the the portal has proven to not necessarily always be the best place to get the offensive lineman. That 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 seems to still stand with the fact that you want to bring in your own guys and and develop he and and so. They kind of went heavy on that, that he'll be the the fourth offensive lineman they'll bring in as a part of this class with an offensive line that was maybe that was the biggest weakness of the of the whole group last year uh just was you know really historically bad at pass blocking and so bringing in a whole whole group of guys here um that they're gonna train up from you would think from the from the get go transfer portal always is the great equalizer there but they also did bring in. Uh, two, uh, thir- excuse me, three offensive linemen out of the transfer portal. Um, so it, that was one of those positions of need that they just needed to build depth in, and he's he's definitely a, a a big part of that.
1: All right, I'm seeing stuff about the Aggies that have them projected as a big bounce back team, and they look at all these things. You see Bill Conley do it on ESPN, that SP Plus stuff on ESPN.com, and it is interesting to look at. Returning production, and I wouldn't think I would have thought a ton of people left, but there is some production coming back. So seems like Elko and the Aggie faithful can be can be pretty excited. Um, and uh I I, uh, I I even there was something about Elko. What was he talking about today? I was looking at your stuff, and something about the like the GM came up or something like that. But this is a, uh, I, I think the Aggies. Uh, are headed in the right direction and I I think everybody in Aggieland is just excited to have a different direction and a different a different personality and a different type person a different guy in there and I think uh, I think you and I have talked about that by the way are the Aggies <clears throat> doing anything on the basketball front buzz is a historically good closer And occasionally he waits too late to make a nice run and then he has to write one of those essays where he gets mad at the NCAA tournament and all that stuff. Uh, we're, Aggies, last time I looked, were kind of hovering at about 500 in conference play. Is this a team that could play its way into the tournament? What are you What are you thinking about this Aggies basketball right now?
10: Yeah, so because they had such a veteran team, he, he kind of scheduled backwards for them what he has at least any time he's been at A&M, and they just front-loaded. The heck out of the schedule with quad one games, uh, so they already have. They they after that Kentucky win, they had four quad one wins. They played five, uh, eight quad one games, and so that's kind of been able to mask a little bit of some some conference struggles that they've had, losing to uh, LSU and then losing to Ole Miss. They have Missouri tonight, which is undefeated in uh, in or excuse me, un un has not won a game in conference play uh so far. So you would think this would be a a, a nice little move on and, and get on to the next one kind of game. But it's also a team that like every game they play comes down to one possession. I think it's seven of the last eight games have been either tied or a one possession game with four minutes to play in the game. So they like to make everything interesting. Uh and I think Buzz said it's taken years off his life, uh which you know, uh, that that it, they, they do like a good heart attack game at the end. Uh, Wade Taylor uh, traveled on an inbounds pass with like 19 seconds left in their win over Florida to, to give Florida one last chance. And they they missed a shot. But as long as they win the games they're supposed to win, I think the, that four quad one wins early will be enough. To get them into the field they're in a much better position this year than they have been the last two years when it was they needed that late push to get in but they they can't afford to drop one against a bad missouri team here or uh you know uh, the, uh georgia later on in the season would probably be pretty pretty rough um, yeah so yeah that's that's kind of the case of the basketball team right now
1: yeah missouri's horrible vandy's horrible georgia's not quite that bad From what I've seen, Kentucky's kind of bounced back. South Carolina's way better than we thought. It is an interesting conference, and then you'll get ready to welcome Texas in Oklahoma. Texas, by the way, under Rodney Terry, in his first year as the full-time coach, is struggling mightily. And I'm sure the Aggies are torn up about that. Um, Last thing I had for you, you like soccer, don't you? Don't you like covering a&M soccer, I feel like I've seen you write about that in the past.
10: Do love some soccer. Do
1: love All right. some, some football. So one of the newest members of the Aggies team is a close friend of the Mosleys, very close family friends, Mary Claire Torn. So keep oh. your eye already on campus, already on the team, working with the team. So, uh, you know, if, when you're – over there, and, and, and I'm sure you'll do some off-season stuff or visit with the coach. Uh, just keep that in mind, okay? She's got we'll Mosley connections. We'll do. You
10: we need to get her on the show, is what I'm hearing. Is, is that oh yeah, a special we special can. Guest? That's the one we can do that
1: to today. I, w- I would just like you to do. I would like you to have her on one of those like uh, podcasts you do, or like the watch when you video all that stuff. I think that'd be great. Just kind of a okay. get to know. The new Ags, because I think they did have go. a pretty good recruiting class. So I, I think she's a sweeper, defender, and, and if she's anything like her dad and grandfather, extremely mean on the field is, is how uh, – and, by the way, maybe off the field too. All right. Um, no, she's very sweet off the field, I should say. Uh, good to visit with you, Trav, and I uh, uh, look forward to reading this story on a very eventful day there in Aggieland.
10: You got it. Anytime.
1: Travis Brown, Aggies insider for the Matt Mosley Show. He writes for the Eagle and uh, known him for a long time, know his parents, great guy, and uh, always fun to have him on. Well, we, we got a big treat for you. Um, Baylor is making a big announcement today uh, in the broadcasting area, and they're bringing someone back. We share that news with you next.
5: Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas.
6: It's the Bears and the Jayhawks from Lawrence coming up this Saturday. 4:30 for the countdown to tip off. 5 p.m. tip off Saturday. Follow
5: the Bears through the Big 12 conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central
6: Texas. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken-fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. We've made it through the holidays, and another
7: gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy, to jewelry, to plush animals, to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills.
13: Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at
9: centexsportsfan.com.
6: Elevate your lifestyle with Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080.
7: Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.
9: now back to the matt mosley show on espn central texas
1: it is mosley sexton stewart has left the building he was with us three days he now needs a break now needs to i think he's traveling somewhere for a bachelor party and uh, the, our best go out to him as he does that. But uh, strong work by young Cam, Aaron. I think what we're about to talk about deserves breaking news treatment. So let's hit the sounder, sir. Um, joining us is an old friend of mine and also a friend of the station's, ESPN Central Texas. It is our own Tom Barfield, and today, uh, we like talking to Tom about whatever he's doing. uh, If he's doing Robinson football, whatever he's up to, we like getting his perspective. But some tremendous news uh, has been announced today officially by Baylor, and uh, Tom Barfield will be uh, rejoining the Baylor baseball broadcast and, Tom, it's all I could do. I've been sitting on this news, and I felt like I, you know, and I, I was supposed to wait until the proper time, but now is the proper time. Tom, welcome back to the Baylor family and Baylor baseball. I, I knew Mitch coming back was a great thing, but boy, you coming back, that kind of makes it complete for me. So, congratulations, sir. Well, first of all, thank you. And I'm. I-
12: terribly excited to be back and, and working with Derek this year. This is uh, this is gonna be fun. I'm, I'm excited about where the program is going. I'm excited to to be back uh, working with Mitch and of course being alongside Derek. It, it's you know it should be a, it should be a lot of fun this year.
1: Well, I, if I had written this, I would have led with you I feel, I feel like whatever that ESPN Big 12 now that did not interest me. But then it got down. I was like, where's the Tom part? And there it was. So I, I was uh, I was excited. In fact, I got to see Derek yesterday. He was ed- headed off to call some of the women's basketball. I think they're playing tonight around 8 o'clock. But, uh, Tom, that'll be great because um, um, you've done, boy, since you've been off, you know, you were, you were on Baylor for all those seasons. And then you were off for a little bit. You did some. Other baseball, but I always hated when you were doing other schools, and so and I know that was tough on you. You you uh, you felt weird when you had to call another team's game, uh, especially that one time at the at the Baylor ballpark. So this has to feel really good to be back. And um, and are you? Re- I mean, Tom, are you ready to? I mean, you have all kinds of gigs uh, in the community. Are you ready to call? Like, how many games will there be? And have you committed to every single game? I mean, what have you have you read this contract you just signed?
12: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and uh, you know, there's 55 scheduled. I hope there's a lot more than 55 that are uh, that are on the on the dock. And yeah, I'm going to be there for every one of them. Uh, one of the things that I'll be I'll be doing is I'll be doing the, the main play by play when Derek is with uh, women's basketball. And let's hope that. He is uh, traveling with uh, with Nikki Collins' basketball team for a long, long time. Dad. That would that would mean that they're making a deep run in the NCAA playoffs, and that's exactly what we're all hoping for. So, and when he is here, he'll be in the number one seat, and I'll be helping him any way I can. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Aaron, is he sounding kind of like a company man? I mean, we've got Nikki <laughs> Collins going. You know, she's ba- he's I, I, got I'm her go top going top to the Final guys. Four. I mean, this is really this is company man, Tom. That has shown up back on Baylor baseball after a few years. Uh, Tom, are you? Uh, how are you announcing chops? I mean, you do. You've been doing the football. You. You have. I will not mention the team that you've done some baseball for over the past several seasons. Um, how do you kind of gear up for this and kind of get back? Is it don't, just like riding a I bike or? A, yeah.
12: Hey, don't forget, I spent a couple of years. Uh, down the river uh, working with uh, Mitch Thompson over at McLennan. I did a couple of seasons over there with him. Yes, so, uh, yes. You know, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm ready to go. I mean, you know,
13: okay. it's,
1: uh,
12: it's exciting. And, you know, I, look, I'm going to take a minute here. Not you talking about company, man. I'm going to be a company, man. i got to thank some people. Can I do that, Matt? Is that okay?
1: I mean, I didn't know this was like an award show. I mean, we just had uh, <laughs> we, just, we just had the Emmys and the Grammys. But, no, that's fine. Who who would you like to uh, I mean, yeah,
12: like Chad Jackson, like, like David Kay, like John Morris, like Derek, uh, like Brent Ingram, uh, like Mitch Thompson. There was a lot of guys uh, that, uh, that sat around a table and, and worked on this and, and you know, and I appreciate every one of them and, and, uh, for allowing me the opportunity to come back and be a part of this thing.
1: I thought maybe you would keep going. I thought that I thought there would be more people on that well, okay, list.
12: I can I can say thanks to Mac and you know I mean we, we can go on. I, mean, I can thank the entire baseball staff if you like.
1: You forget who you're on with. I thought I thought <laughs> you thought Mosley had been influential in in uh, in in pulling I for thank you. Karen. I mean I want to thank all of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Appreciate that. laughs> oh, it's very, very hurtful. I mean, I, <laughs> I, uh, it's too late now to rescind my, my, you know, my vote. But uh, now it's good to have uh, Tom. Now, Tom, what, um, what are you hearing? Now you got to really dig in. And yeah. not that you haven't followed it, but you gotta look at the staff, okay, what they got I'm gonna go out to practice now, okay, what's Mitch talking about? what are they doing what's what are these hitters? who have they brought in that will help immediately? This is an interesting team. I think they will be better. They're not gonna finish last, I don't think, and I think uh i who knows they may surge a little bit this year. What's the um, early in the season? they got this huge thing coming up in Arlington. What will be kind of the the strength of the team early, would you say?
12: You know, and here's what I would tell you. I think, and I've seen them practice a couple of times. Again, look, I'm trying to figure out who everybody is. But here's what I have come to the conclusion, and after visiting with the staff, this is what I know. This is a much better baseball team than it was a year ago. This is a much deeper team. They've got options. Uh, You know, I'm not sure that they've got roles set i don't think you know lineups are set there's a couple of guys you can kind of pencil in i think you know who they are but there's a lot of jobs that are open but that's the thing that they like right now uh matt is that they've got options and, and there's no question the lineup that that mitch puts on the on the on the field friday morning uh next friday morning at 11 a.m up in arlington will be a better baseball team than what he had at any point last season i mean that's undeniable. He's got better depth on the mound. He's got better options in the pen. He's got, uh, you know, a lot of guys that he can choose from defensively. Uh, they, they've got things that they can do, and they've got parts that they can move around, and they've got choices they, they can make. And, in fact, you know, that may be part of the deal early is, is trying to get everybody enough bats to see who's going to fit what role. But they've got a pretty good idea of, of the of the makeup of the team, but what I like about it is every time he turns around, he says, we got options, we got choices, and he didn't have that last year. I mean, what you what you saw is what you got, and that's what you got every game, game in mm-hmm. and game out last year. That's not the case this year. How many wins does that equate to? Heck, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I mean, I wish I had that crystal ball, but I do think they're going to be better, I Think, and I know they're going to be more competitive.
1: How many did you say they're playing, did you say 55 games?
12: Regular season is fifty-five, so we got to get to the Big Twelve tournament, then to a regional, and you know, you know how this rolls.
1: Yeah, thirty and twenty-five is what I have them. Thirty and twenty-five does that you add know, up? With the, yeah,
12: if, if thirty and twenty-five is what they finish with this schedule, uh, a top ten schedule in the nation, they're a, they're a regional baseball team. I'm just telling you that right now.
1: Well, maybe I went too high then. No, I like it. I'm going to stick with it. Um, the Col- the Schreiner Children's College sh- uh, Showdown—that's a mouthful—in Arlington, mm-hmm. February. That's over at Globe Live Field, home of the Are World you come Champion. Are you come
12: hang out? Are you going to come hang? I out? I
1: am. I, I kind of want to do that as a fan, though. I I I. Like I all right. I, there was part of me that wanted to like get up there and do the show and all that, and I think that was a really good idea. I don't know if Baylor always wants me doing that. For I can't. Yeah, I've, I've had some trouble infiltrating other areas, but I will. Uh, I do want to just come as a fan, and then what I'll do is I'll bring like a transistor radio or something, and I'll I'll try to listen. Or I guess I can do it on my app. Yeah, I'll just use my I mean, app. Absolutely. And I'll yeah. listen to the y'all with a call. This that includes number five Tennessee, Oregon, and. Nebraska. Now, come to think of it, I do have buddies from the Rangers. They would not have any problem with me hanging out doing the show. So who knows? I might might do that. You know how I am with equipment. I'll probably bring all the equipment over there, set it up. I
12: mean, you're like an engineer. You get that stuff set up so fast. (laughs) break it down and I mean and I love the way you put the cords away how meticulous you are putting all the equipment back in the suitcase yeah that's, what, that's one thing i've always liked about you uh-huh i thought nobody yeah. likes and cares about this equipment
1: more than Matt Mosley. he he used to say Aaron, Hi, it Matt was Aaron. Just, he, he Tom would always say Matt you that have checks to in. learn He said, you have to learn how to do this. And I just finally told him one day, I said, I'm I'm really sorry. There's so many things I think I can do, but I'm not going to learn how to. (laughs) I think Tom is pleased that our relationship is where it is right now. And he can kind of keep a distance, a safe distance from me. It does not have to. Arms length. Yeah, arms length. uh, But, uh, well, that's cool. Derek and you. And, uh, and on the road, boy, Max has done such a nice job. They've got a lot of people that have uh, jumped in there and done, a, and done a great job. But this is going to be a lot of fun. And as you said, a tough slate of games. They do open against Lamar, the home opener, Tuesday, February 20th. Okay. Boy. And then I, 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 Baylor softball is at home with a three-game series. Way to ease into the season. Glenn number two, Tennessee, on February 9th through 11th. Golly. You, Tom, hey, Matt, what's you to- can't
12: be the best and let you beat the best. Yes,
1: What's today? That's like two days away. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm not even ready for these things. I'm not ready for softball or baseball. All right. I'll start digging in and, uh, and trying to get ready. But, uh, Tom, that's great. We're going to enjoy listening to you and uh, – It'll, uh, you know, it'll just be very cool to have you on there. And then Dan Ingham, of course, will be back for his, I don't know, about ninth season, I think, on the, on the mm-hmm. softball. And then we'll have all these right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, this was, this has been happening now, I don't know, a couple of months. Tom got, you know, he's very demanding in negotiations, but they finally found common ground. And uh, Tom Barfield back with the Baylor broadcast after, how long were you away? Eight, nine seasons, something like that? And now you're right back.
12: Uh, I finished, uh, the last season was 2015, and uh, so, okay. yeah.
1: Okay, all right. And uh, I, I I hope that you'll kind of give me throughout the season exclusives and, you know, things like that. You'll slip me some news here or there. But, uh, Tom, thank you. Which very you know, uh, very.
12: That's what, I, that's what I'm all about is, is dropping those those little tidbits to you Mosley.
1: <laughs> you really I missed a scoop recently that I was mad about. I had a I had a chance to break some local football news and I just didn't dig in on it. Some local high school news and it 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 would have not been popular in some precincts had I broken that news. And I just didn't well, I dig think I in. What it, you're was, about. <laughs> <laughs> just the, it was it was about. I just it was the old Mosley would have just boom, boom. I would have had that story. And I honestly what? kind of goofed around and and somebody else had to break the news. But, uh, but anyway, lots of interesting. Uh, uh, so I still hope you can do some high school stuff, Tom, because that is oh, yeah. also one of your passions. But uh, you yeah, should be, r- right? Because the fall you'll have you'll maybe have some openings to do some high school. So I hope uh, I hope you'll still be available for that all right tom i appreciate it and uh and i'll uh i'll holler at you soon
12: all right y'all have a good evening
1: all right aaron's happy for you too aaron i'm sorry i was going to give you a i think you i think he knows i think he knows you were very happy for tom and uh we'll get the gang back together what did the gang used to be lark would lark travel around with tom probably lark and uh and then he gets back with all those buddies, like there's a guy at K State Tom really likes. I kind of like that guy too i I met him through Tom and Lark, but there's guys from the different programs, maybe Oklahoma State has one that Tom really likes a lot of those people. Some of them have new broadcasters, but it's like a big fraternity, and then they act like a i mean it's like a fraternity house. some of the things they do at night no, that's not Tom's not like that at all um but uh, would always have a nice time back in the old. Uh, that was golly, he was with he. Tom was doing it from like two thousand two to two thousand fifteen or somewhere in there. Had a good long run with the Bears, and now he's back. Aaron, are you ready to? Are you, I doesn't it seem like weirdly early for baseball and softball? I mean, I know this is, <laughs> I guess. The time of year it's supposed to start, but it still feels kind of too early to me. Or do you have a similar feeling?
4: Yeah, it's it's unbelievable that softball starts Friday. You know, they got the series with uh, number two Tennessee, and their season is underway in two days.
1: Do we? What time is that game, Aaron? I gotta look at that because i i I want to. I almost kind of want to. I want to be out there at some of those games, but I. I've got to get my mind around this because that Junior Livestock Show, McClinnan County Junior Livestock Show, I'm doing a live show from there, mainly just because I'm such a livestock show type guy. You know, I've always been big 4-H and into all that. Um, all right, Future Farmers of America, that's another big one that I've been a part of. So get in there with those broilers and all that stuff. Um, let's see, that, that series, the Bears check in at number 19 in the ESPN USA softball preseason rankings and will play 11 of their, this is softball, of their first 12 games against ranked or receiving votes opponents. I like how they put that. Aaron, that's a, (laughs) golly, I mean, I, Coach Moore, I mean, you you would think you'd kind of ease into things, and he has no chill. He's just like, let's just <laughs> start throwing haymakers right out of the deal. Now, Aaron, let me know by the way. I know we have the dismount coming up, but uh, uh, man, this is uh, this is quite a this is quite a slate. Um, that Globe Life Field, you can still find tickets for that, I believe. But what a cool venue that will be. That's February sixteenth through the 18th and again that's tennessee baylor oregon and nebraska they play some pretty good uh, baseball at nebraska despite it being so cold and snowy and all that mess around there all right um it is time for the dismount we got to say good night to you and get you ready for some women's basketball it's next listen to espn central texas online at centexsportsfan.com
9: I'm Kyle Tomlinson,
7: General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota is ranked number
16: one for the most reliable vehicles with data compiled from more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price.
8: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota Quality, Waco Values.
1: Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine. Made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, five to ten. And the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel.
14: Central Texas, it's time to support our youth. You're invited to attend the 2024 McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 5th through the 9th at Extraco Co. Events Center in Waco. More than 500 McLennan County 4-H and FFA students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual Sale of Champions Friday, February 9th at 6.30 p.m. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. For more information, call 254-722-2597 and like the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show on Facebook.
9: Voice.com. Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up
1: on ESPN Central Texas. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? dread the idea of surgery you need to call QC Kinetics today it is Matt Mosley I know what it's like to have neck pain the state of healthcare care is always changing the old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative non-surgical drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results it's a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility reclaim your independence walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs call qc kinetics now for a free consultation call 254 415 4100 254 415 4100 qc kinetics 254 415 4100 it's time now for the Dismount
9: of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, man, it is a time to say goodnight. Just heard from an old Baylor buddy of mine, and uh, that was uh, a lot of fun stuff happening down there in Waco, Texas right now. Um, i tell you, none other than the great, the great Craig Way was just listening to that interview shout out to Craig, the voice of the longhorns and of course he and tom barfield have been thicker than thieves for years and good friends so he's thrilled for tom but uh he was he was giving me a hard time Aaron, for not mentioning that uh the team down there on the 40 acres the great longhorns (laughs) so uh anyway it'll be that'll be uh (laughs) that'll be fun and uh yeah, it's that's, that's weird, though, that Craig will be moving on to the to the SEC. And so it won't be – he will not be getting to pal around with Tom as the Bears and the Longhorns get together. It's a whole new group. And um, we'll be welcoming in next season the – now, I guess we'll get to do it, yeah, one more season here. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what to expect, Aaron, from uh, – Let's see. Arizona State has good baseball history. Arizona does. Colorado, I don't even know if they have a program. And Utah, I think they do play. I wouldn't think it very well, but we'll see. All right. We've got to say good night. It's very sad. It's been a fun, fun show. Great job, Aaron Sexton. Good job, Cam Stewart. we got to say good night. Listen to Baylor uh, women's basketball tonight. 8 o'clock, tip-off, 7.30 on the pregame. Good night, everybody.
9: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference Basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears,
6: John Morris. Everybody, time for a check of Big 12 basketball in today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, we'll look at last night's results in the Big 12, including a top 25 win for Baylor on their home floor over Texas Tech. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12.